Just hang up. Chris, John, and Irish Ashley combine to make the ultimate team better than any wet dream. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. John's the CEO and Boomer. Ashley's the real leader. Chris brings the vibes and juices as our enjoyment increases. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. Hello. Where did Hello. We- what? How did that happen? I don't know. We were up and then we were down. I liked it. I liked it. Thank you very much, Baldy. Yeah, old school, everyone. Thank you so much um, for seven, Kirsten. We love you. 15 months in a row. What a fucking gem. What's insane, Chris, is I was just talking with my girlfriend, and I'm finally actually going to set up an office uh, in this, my home. So nice. in the, for the first time in so many months, I'll actually have a green screen. I'll actually, you know, have technology i'm gonna start st- oh my god tim reed he just subscribed hey. thank you so much for subscribing timmy tim, tim gifted a bunch of subs last week as well thanks buddy good to see you again um, um that's awesome yeah i've got my i've got my green screen like to my right it's there i left the stand in the uk so i need to buy a new like thing to hang it up but uh it's just it's weird not having all the fun tech that we built up over lockdown yeah there's so many fun little toys so many fun little things, you know what I mean? It just feels like it's just, it's one of those things where I enjoy doing this and I just, I enjoyed it when it was like a permanent thing and it just hasn't felt like I've been in a comfortable permanent place in yeah, many months. Yeah, neither uh, neither of you. No. Um, but I'll tell you who has been comfortable this whole time and that's right. Our stunt Ashley, re- return to the stunt Ashley gags of this time last year, ladies and gentlemen. But this is a stunt promo, Ashley. Oh this my is, God. This is one of the first uh, uh, times that we've had someone on. I think it was the same person. But uh, to promote something, we are now officially influencing the culture. That's you right. We're TikTok. We you are want TikTok. that UTS bump. You want to. You want to get all the viewers. We definitely don't share one hundred percent of an audience with this guy. No, no, uh, no. Well, he gets one hundred percent of ours. We get about two percent of his. Uh, but he came here anyway. So let's bring him on. It's the absolutely incredible David Hoare. Yeah, the pun man himself. Oh, my God. Good news. I've shat myself in preparation for being Ashley. Oh, very good. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the comment on the Discord I'm also about us being this. an IBS positive stream? We are an IBS positive stream. <laughs> I we're love pro, it. We're pro-dyspraxia. We're pro-anxiety. We're yeah. pro-IBS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? For Chris, we're pro. We think you should have life. all these things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. Oh my God. Listen, if you want to have stories by the time you're 28, pro divorce, very much. Oh, we are the most pro divorce. Very pro divorce. Professionally yeah. divorced. We are the only pro divorce. <laughs> we uh pro divorce non men's rights activist podcast on the internet. <laughs> Do you understand? Most pro divorce podcasts. They That's have right. this many white men, but let me tell you, they are they look exactly the way the three of us look. But they are not ta- they're not saying fun things about um. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, the, the story of Ashley shitting herself and passing out in Prague would have ended with a lot more hooting and hollering, friends. I'll have you know right now. Yeah, there would have been a lot more like, isn't that just like women? Yeah. Oh uh, my God. <laughs> what do you women do be like that. <laughs> I have to tell you, there is nothing better than a man with a British accent trying to speak like a black person from the 1990s. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Indeed, I will raise that roof, gentlemen. You know what I'm Love saying? It. Like, it's just, yo, yeah. that's exactly... What's funny is a posh person in 2022 to do a perfect uh, impression of a posh person in 2022 just speak like a black person in 1990 in their accent. Mm. Well, I do believe drop it like it's hot. Yeah, exactly correct. (laughs) 
Right there, they were just talking about the pound. Um, or when they start just. Oh, yeah. 79 Palm. Thank you so much for subscribing for the fourth month in a row. Thank you. And uh, whoever donated Kimmers, uh, thank you very much. Anonymous nice. Congratulations. Uh, by the way, with those, uh, we have hit a hype train. John, did you get to see Ashley's hype train last week? No, I did not because I've been on a cruise until today, so the video wouldn't load. I have so many cruise-related stories. Uh, I haven't let me seen anything. Video. But For we have business to take care of, John. Oh, I will watch that. Oh, David, but do you want to do you want to join in on this as a as a David, musical guest? Do you have an instrument um, you could get? To would play you like me to be? Train? Yeah. Would you like me to join in with you or be Ashley and Ben? <laughs> no, no, we join in because Ashley's not here now. We are going to have the most hype. Okay, you join in. It's the most hype hype train. Everyone. Okay. All right. Hats backwards, gentlemen. Hats backwards. David, where's your hat and why is it not backwards? Get your hat back. We are cruising for Pussy. That's correct, Baldy. Everyone here. Skull upside down. Does that it's, help? That's of course it will help. Of course, because we're fucking this is the <laughs> this is the hair metal hype train, everyone. Hey! We're like the B sharps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're cheap. Oh, sorry. Oh, tuned beforehand. Let's go. Um, that little naughty lady. I want to tell you, nothing bad ever follows someone just hitting a single note on one of those things. You know what I mean? That is that is that is that is, that is the prelude to good times. Just. <laughs> Name one thing that's bad that a barbershop quartet improves everything. Like, Whoa, you, hold on, rain that shit in. Yeah. Just, just because I have a mustache now doesn't mean I'm pro barbershop Name quartet. One thing that isn't improved by a barbershop quartet. Name Almost one thing that's everything. Have you ever actually seen one live when yes. they show up? Thank you, King I certainly Gio, for have. something we love. Thank you, King Gio. Um, on the scale of um Barbershop Quartet to them Pitch Perfect movies. I'm way on the side of Barbershop Quartet. Like music what is it, that was designed what's to it be like, sung. What is it? Was pitch acapella movie? Pitch Perfect is actually a very fun movie. But it's like it's the acapella, acapella version that sort of blew up. It was like Pentatonics was the big one. Yeah. And then no it idea spawned what you're a lot about. of others. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? If you it's imagine pop songs like... Imagine if they people were like, we're going to sing it all a cappella and we're going to do all the parts. But rather than like enjoying yeah. themselves and making it fun for everyone, they're just like, can you believe we're doing this? Can you they're believe so, it? It's so earnest. Like to give you to give you an it's idea, the, the, irritating the, thing in the, world. the person that plays awkward. Thank you. Thank you so much for the sub. Never, thank you. Um, uh, the person that plays like the alpha a cappella guy in Pitch Perfect is Adam Devine. That's the kind of what? Uh, you know Adam Devine from Workaholics. And, yeah, uh, I don't yeah. like that he became a leading man. I'm going to tell you right now. I oh, 
he is not. That's a that is a Anna Kendrick movie throughout. But he he sort of shows up as like a bit character, like acapella douche, and it's exactly that kind of like that like very earnest, overconfident, uh, cringe, <laughs> proud of something that's fucking insane. That's the acapella vibe. Yeah, it's awful. I mean, we need to we need to dive deep into the chat. We have a lot of stuff. Uh, King yeah. GOWTF, welcome back, my uh, friend King GOWTF. Taking some personal time away from chatting in the stream uh, to, uh, well, I'm not going to get into his business, but welcome back. Uh, welcome back, buddy. Things. We miss you. Good, it's good to see you. Uh, name one thing that is not improved by uh, Schindler's List. Sh- uh, Schindler's List is would be so improved by a barbershop quartet. One, two, three, four, and they're off to the ovens oh what a shame the third reich is third reich is you know you know what i'm saying barbershop oh, I, was, quartet. I was picturing really like, them, like three dudes harmonizing you... goodbye jews oh exactly correct even better <laughs> and this your memory will not be for god be for god you know what i mean that's great um uh, Ben Hall, uh, do you want to support my business? It focuses on selling uh, pre-loved, like secondhand dildos and butt plugs. My favorite thing on Twitch is people coming into streams like this, being like, "I'm going to say dildos and butt plugs and see how they how see how they react." And then the people on on screen are like, "So let me tell you the 17th time I shit myself." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just completely undercut. Like they're like, "Ho ho!" I said anus, and you're like. Let me show you my anus. Sir, do you understand that I have a dildo that's not even for sex stuff? I just use it to tamp down food. Mm. Oh, that's it's my meat tenderizer. If exactly. It's, uh, if it's chicken, I use the head. And if it's beef, I use the balls side. I, that's correct. I always find yeah. it weird when the dildo has the balls. You know what I mean? Like, is that a, is that a, is that a feature where they're like... I was, I was talking to someone about this recently, and she was saying that she much prefers the ones with the balls. Interesting. Uh, and I, yeah, I was honestly... Joke. I was honestly taken aback, but uh, but she was like, "Yeah, no, it's just like it's closer to the real thing, and it's more like because the whole area is sensitive, and so it's more surface area touched." And I was like, "All right, fair enough." I was amazed. It's all, it's all about surface area. It's all about surface area. It's, it's <laughs> a, a huge amount of the female anatomy comes down to geometry. Which I was surprised about. I mean, the pauses you took in that sentence were absolutely ghastly. Just the way that you took the pause between a woman's anatomy I and I could not remember the word geometry. Yeah. Oh well, I got to tell you, <laughs> did you no favors at all, my friend? Uh, I like I how do, this uh, week with with Ashley not being here, Chris is like, I will be the expert on the female anatomy this week. Yeah, exactly. Let me tell you a thing or two. What do you guys know want, about the clitoris and that? Right get yourself top. a protractor. You know what I mean? And here's there, there. here's here's what they like when you when you when you go oing, oing, oing on it. You got you gotta you gotta build the tension and then just let that shit. I like loose. how Chris is saying this while looking like the guy that gives the guy gadgets in an action movie from the nineties. It's great and yeah. I enjoy it. Here you also, go, spy kids. This is what you need. Boy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> in a way, this is why you're here and how you're gonna save your parents. Uh, coming in from Yes Meatballs, uh, uh, what do you think the crossover? Uh, although I like how it was um, written as cross of yeah between <laughs> uh, between uh, number one barbershop quartet in college and two uh, is now an alt-right shithead i think it's high as fuck i also Guaranteed. think it's high as fuck Guaranteed. and let me tell you something else that would have been approved by january 6th which is a barbershop quartet just in the rotunda of the Capitol. you don't always hear the song they're singing but you hear snippets how much better would january 6th have been and he's the 45th president joe biden you know, joe biden did you know that bit you know that bit where the guy just stuck his hand out of a 
door and fired a gun without like looking where he's aiming it. No. Just if you did that and one of the harmonies just dropped out. But how silly would it be if in the background of all these like angry dudes in camo gear, you just see those like candy cane pinstripe That's suits exactly just off of the back corner? How are you storming the Capitol? Yeah, exactly. You see, you know what I mean? You know what the, you know what the Capitol uprising lacks? Someone doing the Charleston, you know what I mean? Someone that you occasionally see in newsreels where they're uh, they're on the tips of they're on the tips of like the back of their feet with their arms outstretched. You know what I'm talking about? This dance? Where's um, that guy? Where's that yeah. fucking guy? Why weren't they just storming the Capitol going, Storm the Capitol? Exactly. Storm the Capitol. Just do it. Yeah, it was a bit too much um, Once Upon a Time in the West and not enough West Side Story for me, that insurrection. <laughs> Chris gets it. I Chris get it. Did anyone Chris see the new West Side Story? No. I don't engage in this culture. No. Apparently it was very well made, but I will not watch a musical on my because I won't make it through. I mean, I no. love a, I love a musical, but I love it live. Like, there's a part of the magic, especially of a giant Broadway musical, is as you're watching it, you're just thinking, should have just made this a movie. This is so much harder doing it this way. And then when you watch the movie, you're like, they're just singing, though. That's what's so amazing yeah. about the musical is so, it's never satisfatisfying. So embarrassing. Because they've it's got the, so the, the, the Matilda. Um, they've made it into a film, and that was written by Tim Minchin, so mm -hmm. I'm kind of wanting to see it just because, you know, support musical comedians in all shapes and sizes. I but, understand that. Uh, and the actual Matilda You're like the great. furries of the comedy world. It's <laughs> like, everyone's, just carrying everyone's, our gear in, and everyone's like, a little mad about it, but, you yeah. know, we're gradually coming to accept that, you know, you have it's, feelings too. It's and, even uh, truer than that, which is also like, if you're an American musical comedian, I'm like, come on, man. Like, uh, you're, that's where real comedians are from. What the fuck are you doing? But a, like a, but a musical comedian from any other country, I'm like, that's a craftsman and should be accepted just like any other part of our art form. In the same way that if I meet an American furry, I'm like, you guys are crazy enough. You don't get to do this as well. You know what I mean? Like, you, you guys, you guys get guns and you get to believe in a type of Jesus that is white who rode a dinosaur. That's where you get to be crazy. You don't also get to dress up like a unicorn. You got like you're either a Care Bear or you're, you know what I mean? Go ahead, David. Sure, but what's the crossover Venn diagram of Care of um? I was gonna say Care Bears, uh, fairies to barbershop quartet. Oh like my God! Happened. Again, something that would be so no, super low, super low. Like yeah, very low. It's, it's a much more overlap. It's games. a much more overlap between barbershop quartets and Republican congressmen who are anti-gay and get caught in uh, with rent boys. I would, I would That's say that's like a one hundred percent overlap. Yeah, I was going to say what, what <laughs> the diagram where it's just the same line. It's the same it's thing. The like circle. The next, yeah, the, yeah it's the, <laughs> the sticker is each side. You know what yeah. I mean? They're barbershop. And then there's like there's just a couple on the on the outside being like, "You guys got caught." But it's yeah, not that they're not doing it. Question. This is a yeah. very odd question, and I don't want to get. Oh, thank you so much. It's very sunny in this room. Yes, we can. We and, can see that. And Brittany, as a joke, said, "Did you want a parasol?" And I said, "Yes." Well, guess what? <laughs> she, uh, she delivered with the bit. <laughs> How does yeah, it feel to actually have somebody funny in your house? That's amazing. <laughs> it's a good oh, woman. I, I just want to let you guys know, by the way, it's not a, a real parasol. It's an umbrella. So I'm yes. I'm bringing bad luck upon my house right now doing this bit for everybody. I'll have you know. No, you're just holding it. That was Britney's doing. Unless she opened it outside and then carried it in. And then I think you're okay because it's the action of opening. Legitimate question. You know how I'm very much an agnostic and don't believe in good luck and bad luck, but also sometimes I spill the salt and immediately throw it behind my uh, shoulder, of course. Right hand, left shoulder. 
Of you know, course. I just had the worst two years of my life, and now you've just handed me an umbrella indoors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're making it an even three there, David. You know what I mean? If you if you accidentally knock off the mirror on your wall and that smashes on the stream, I'm gonna go nuts. I'm I want you all to know that don't think that I did not calculate the of when I broke a mirror, um, super drunk in um, uh, uh, Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and I did the math, and that year ended in 2021 so that did not count that was not part of the bad luck but i did count it i did do the Got some fresh bad luck <laughs> fresh bad luck just classic <laughs> chaos of the world you know what i'm saying guys some yeah. classic stuff yeah that shit happens that shit happens yeah. that certainly does um, well speaking of speaking of things that happen something just happened to david <laughs> that's david, right david. More, more accurately david just made something happen yeah that's right this did not happen. I grew some pubes. Let's go. Yeah. David finally took a hormone regiment and he reached the puberty of a 15 year old boy. And That's you right. know what? We're proud of him. <laughs> <laughs> and a one and a two. And one, two, three. David, is it weird to say that if I, you look like a guy who is a youth pastor that's caught for financial crimes? You know what I'm saying? Not what's usually what a youth pastor is caught for, but like it turns out he was a gambling addict and the, the collection plate made it to the baccarat. Yeah, I've been close to both those things, so that's yeah. fine. David, yeah. I could see I could see you putting one foot up on a stool and being like, you know, who else would have loved skateboarding? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and Ooh, let me tell I, you who you don't know who the first Bob Dylan was. That's JC Jesus Christ. <laughs> Big JC right there. The JC, yes. <laughs> a hard rain's gonna fall on into... sinners. Yeah. Sorry. I did get fairly into like Jesus as like a young teenager, and then I studied philosophy and ethics at school, and it was like all the arguments just seemed easier on the other side and made more sense. And I was like, I, I literally did, took a class at school where I was like, oh, I've just learned to be a completely different human, I guess. That's fun. Wait, school worked? Mm. Wow. That's, wow. Wow. That's the, awesome. I, ironically, it was at a Christian school. So no. Uh, <laughs> that's why they're so against it. Yeah. <laughs> because it fucking works. Do you know how yeah. easy it was to make me an agnostic? Someone was just like, or maybe it's not all that. And I was like, that, yeah, that's, 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 there it is. That's what, that's, that's the truth and clarity I was looking for. You know what I mean? I thought you were just going to say, this is how I became agnostic. This is Judas Priest. And you're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, I was, I was a Christian. And you can still be Christian and listen to Judas Priest. They're, they have a lot of very moral lyrics. And much like most really good power metal bands, most of their songs are just the summaries of books. Yes. <laughs> yes, they are. You caught every single Pokemon. That's awesome, buddy. You have caught the love of our Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know I what else 150 are? Psalms. <laughs> I, I, think I, told, I think I told this before on stream, but the moment that I, I knew I wasn't religious, I was like seven or eight. And um, I, I was in church. I was in Sunday school. And um, there's nothing about this that doesn't scan. Chris sounded like a very infuriating child, by the way. Like just seven years old. Of like, you seem like you were correcting your dad's grammar. Oh, for sure, yeah. And I was correcting math textbooks. Oh, uh, fuck I was pointing yeah, out uh, uh, logical said, fallacies. Uh, I see yeah. all of this with you doing it as a seven-year-old, much also, like space with the tash and the shade and a beer I, in your I completely hand. agree with you. I completely yeah. agree with you. It's all the same. He's just much smaller. And you'd think the mustache yeah. is like computer. <laughs> But just just, you, you just want to shave his fucking head. You know what I mean? Just chase after him with clippers. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll solve you for X, you little shit. <laughs> yeah. But I was uh, carry the uh, remainder on this. Yeah. Chris has been in a lot of cars that someone has thrown something at the bumper to in a cathartic manner. You know what I mean? They don't want to get caught, but they just they needed 
I need a fucking win over this guy. He's just, <laughs> he's just too relaxed. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, it was. I didn't even. I didn't even have to say anything. I was sitting there. My. Uh, um, they were singing a song. There was the the lyrics of the song were up on the uh, on on like a projector screen, like we used to have the old those old projectors. And uh, we were sitting on the benches with all the kids. My brother was four next to me, maybe five. I was seven or eight. And um, and they were singing a song, and there were lyrics up, but they weren't singing the lyrics that were up. They were singing a different song than the one that they'd projected. And everyone was doing it together, and it what? all just made sense to all of them. And I remember my brother looked up at me in that way that like younger siblings will look up to their older siblings and be like, what am I missing here? And I just looked at him being like, oh, no, this is wrong. Don't worry. We're good. And literally, it was in that moment. I'll never forget that moment of just being like, if this is church, church is fucked. It just felt too creepy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, it's, so were they singing the wrong words to the They, they to were the singing song. literally a different song. It was like okay. if they had the lyrics to Hotel California printed up, but they were singing Detroit Rock City. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on? You... And how did you all know to sing Detroit Rock City? Is this like a... Is this part of all, thing? First of all, I would like to say this. There should be no disdain in your voice. Everyone should know how to sing Detroit Rock City. Start... But how did you know ding, 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 that's what you were singing? Because I'm kind of that always that singing that song, Chris. Oh. It's like being the Hulk. You know what I mean? Like I was singing the, Detroit Rock City. I was singing tonight. Is? I'm going to rock you tonight. How's Detroit Rock City goes? Um... What? Like I don't know. We built Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> oh, I, I, I yeah, it's just a really sweet song about yeah. We wanted a place for union workers to have a taste of the suburbs. Unfortunately, greed got in the way. We built Detroit on drugs and sadness. Also cars. Also cars. Apparently, bouncing back. By the way. Like you remember how everyone was like, you know, you could buy a, you can buy a plot of land and build an urban garden, and in mm -hmm. ten years it'll be worth double. And everyone was like, no one's gonna do that. You know, those like eight very like, like like the people that were doing Occupy Wall Street in Canada. Those mm -hmm. people, those people, I think, did buy stuff in Detroit, and it's bouncing yeah. back. Isn't that they exciting? Were giving, they were giving away houses for free to writers. Uh, mm -hmm. All you had to do was show that you had like a manuscript that you were working on, and then you had to work. You had to live there for a year. You couldn't sublet it. And you had to do some work on the house. And after that year, they just gave you the deed to the house. That's how cheap houses were. You just had to, it was like, excuse me, legalized squatting rights for artists. Oh my God. I yeah. really should have done that. I mean, yeah. I say that, but I also definitely should not have done that because I did my version of that in London. Like our house was essentially just, I would like to take David to, to that house one day just to be like, here it was, here it is. Yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to. I need to see that, and the baseball diamond is like two of the things. They're very close. They're very so close, close to each other. You can practically <laughs> see one from the other. God, I miss that baseball diamond. Although I got to tell you, it's now just given me the only sports I really enjoy now are just when I see kids. This is going to sound really creepy when I see kids playing baseball, but I just enjoy seeing just a little it's little great. league. You know what I mean? You yeah. stop for a second, you're like, "Is he going to get a dinger?" No, he's not. His dad doesn't love him. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's fun. When I was in Toronto, <laughs> yeah, I go because his dad didn't love him. That's another case. Song, isn't <laughs> no, no. Yeah, <laughs> many. When I was in Toronto, I used to I used to go and I watch baseball and Chrissy Pitts all the time. And oh, sometimes yes. I'd watch like the semi pro guys that play down there, and other times you just watch like nine year olds be bored and then briefly oh, yeah. very excited. It's so funny. I love them. Yes. I got to tell you, if I was not in show business, I would have lived in Toronto my entire life. God, that city is just, it's just all right. You know what I mean? Like it is, good. it is pretty good. It is a good, solid seven and a half out of 10. 
You know what Look I mean? These Canadian reactions to their own sea. It's like of a good solid seven and a half out of ten. David, David Hoare, ladies an album. David Hoare. <laughs> yeah, like, I trampled over you at the segue for for you to promote my album, and I'm nearly doing it again. Let's go. Uh, yes, I did. I released an album on Friday. Yay! Yay! What was All it, it took was having a breakdown to get it finished. Yay! Yes. You had a breakdown. Well, let's talk about your breakdown. Ha <laughs> uh-huh. ha. Uh, yeah, sure. You want, well, you know, it's the ADHD. What kind of Thing. uh there was the my girlfriend ringing me or texting me and saying are you stressed and i was like ah oh, maybe and she was like you've woken up every night at 4 a.m every night this week oh. and i was like oh cool and then i started thinking about it and with all the adhd thing and it realized i was trying to do 18 projects at once mm. that's what, less, less what are the other 18 things you failed to accomplish that's right I'm well i did edinburgh <laughs> oh cool. but i wasn't that was one thing and just you know there's so writing the show and also 16. organizing to go which were like two separate projects and 15. we're down to 15. comedy album uh 15. potentially moving somewhere uh, oh hiding my house individual rooms of my house with all different projects and all different things so basically and like the twitch stream and then live streams, shows and yeah. then promote your album you here with your friends john and chris you have to and then, yeah your album. Got... And then you're probably still teching things online oh, if I'm not still surprised. checking things online yeah. i've nearly finished an instrumental album but i was like oh, i could need to get the comedy one out first but i have nearly finished the other one so who the so, fuck yeah. are you greg ginn every time you release an album with lyrics you release one with uh in instrumental that is a deep I reference by that. the way it's the uh that is the black flag guitarist oh, okay. okay i um, i uh, uh boomstickers asking are you ben from parks and Rec? that's so funny yeah, i yeah. i love the idea of if you'd called the album could a depressed man do this <laughs> <laughs> i mean really like there's a song on there called i want meth so yeah <laughs> are these the songs from your Edinburgh show because you did 100 songs in an hour at your Edinburgh yes. show yes 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 uh a lot of them are not all of them but a lot of them are um, do you have a song this is a question i have and you've all we've all done Edinburgh here mm-hmm. did you guys ever have yours i feel like chris had these years where you had a joke in your show that you actually didn't really like but you just for some reason kept saying it and then the day after Edinburgh, you went, I'm never saying that joke again. And then that whole hour was so much better. Chris, mm. do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, think you you think it's like a load-bearing joke that's like for the audience, and then you take it out and you're like, Oh, it turns out my happiness is more important than that one fucking bullshit line. Exactly correct. Yeah. Can is I there a both? I just took them out. Nice. Yeah, good. <laughs> I feel I actually felt like that's a, that's one of the bigger lessons of that festival where it's like, just just be funny. Whatever mm. anyone says, that's all a lie. What they actually mean is just just be as funny as you can be yeah. for one hour and in a row. I took took it out and I was like, oh no, it's going to be 45 minutes now. And then it just went really hard on the crowd participation bits and it went longer. Yeah. There you go. I was hitting about 52, 53 minutes, took out a bunch of stuff I didn't like. And then within the last week, it was always hitting 58. And I was like, the fuck? So, mm, nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't beef know honey this Chris, is, I, I approve it. Oh, I, dude. I am now beef honey Chris. Ooh, oh, dude. Oh, please be. So, do you guys know Alf, the one liner pun comic? Chris uh, Leeworthy? You, the alien Alf? who eats cats? Yeah. No, he's called that because he looks like him. That's he's a, wow. That, I'm going to no say that right like now. Him. I Yeah. Also, can I just say, even if that was done lightheartedly, if someone's like, you're Alf, you look like Alf, I'd be like, take that back. 
Take that yeah. fucking back. He's yeah. a beehive for a stool, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, he you went. Look- he went on this show that like comedians go to degrade themselves called Britain's Got Talent. And um, I'm like the classy Americans got talent, right? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> no, yeah, sorry. Um, and yeah, uh, but he wasn't allowed to use his stage name, Alf, so he just called himself Chris Lee Worthy because his name. And there's basically a clip of which I can find for you if you want, where basically yeah. he comes out, he has to say to Amanda Holden what he does, and then Amanda Holden's like, All right, darling, that'd be good at comedy. And then uh, there's a bit where he's about to start, and the crowd are like giving him applause. And then in the wings, just Ant or Deck, I think it's Deck, just to himself, essentially, but to the camera goes, God, be funny, Chris. Like, just before he starts doing comedy. <laughs> and it's That's my favorite moment of television. When I when I see them doing those, like, those encouraging things that they don't mean, um, I always want, like, it's got to be hard because there's so many acts and you have to think of, like, sort of a different thing to say to, for everyone because you don't know which ones are going to make it on. And so there's got to be that part where you're just like, yeah, I don't know. Sing that song. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And this just happened with Shadows. Be funny, Chris. And I play that and piss myself laughing on my stream. I've made it a redeem. And then everyone's like, that sounds like Be Funny Crisps. And then we're like, yay, Be Funny Crisps. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's become Be Funny Chris. Are you telling me that an alert from your stream has now just become an in joke on our stream? Welcome to Cross Pollination. We did it, guys. This is Twitch. Yeah, Synergy. Mm -hmm. Welcome home. Yeah. And, you uh, promote my album, I'll give you a weird in joke that you what is, the, what is the Jack Donaghy line about synergy? Never question synergy. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's bigger than all of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I know that one. I just know. Do you like Phil Collins? I've got a heart, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I got two ears and a heart, don't I? <laughs> I've got two eyes and a heart, don't I? Um, but yes. Um, it looks David, like people are like sharing lyrics of your songs. Yeah, yeah um, a bunch of this lot were here. I did also put in my Discord that I was going to be here. But yeah, Ash uh, has been wonderful. Uh, did I send you that? Have you guys heard the I Want Meth song? No, clearly. I, so. okay. I have something it for us right now. I have, well, yeah. I have, yeah, you can either send it or David, why don't you sing it for us live, huh? Come on, like a real classic show. A command like- performance. Command performance, and also you have to do it at the volume that won't disturb your girlfriend. <laughs> a real challenge for you, David. Check my eyebrows. I feel do like you... a song about meth has a lot of yelling in it. I, I certainly, like Chris. It certainly does. I have. Would you like? That. Would you like the recording that has my girlfriend in it? <laughs> oh, that's... we well, we want it live. We, yeah, want, we want it live. Okay. We want to hear you sing it. This is. Hang on. It's much more fun to see you saying it than we all we all sit your, appreciating it. From your lips to God's ears, you know what I mean? Yeah, he plugged himself about being here tonight. It's like he got an album to promote or something. Goddamn right, Ninan. He's here to do it. Look at this uh, guy. Yeah, David Hoare well, is becoming a professional right before our eyes. And I honestly don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. Um, also, I've gone from, oh, yeah, David to motherfucking motherfucker. Um, <laughs> also, a uh, fun thing I did on the cruise is I listened to a lot of Roger Waters interviews. I'm going to say this right now. Roger Waters, my new favorite uh, self-sycophant. That guy, his ego rules. It's real big. Got oh, yeah. into, real big. Got into a big thing with Drake in the weekend because he, he kept being like, I understand that you guys have millions of streams, but I need you to acknowledge that I'm more important than you. And he yes, kept that saying that. A few weeks ago. Uh, it's, he's still going on about it. And they have, of course so he is. Funny. Buddy. So funny. He's, can you hear this, by the way? Yes, is that coming through? Yeah. yeah, yeah um, I, did I can't believe that this? he's. Oh, sorry. Did anyone else read this in Borat voice? No. 
Um, I can't believe that Drake and Roger Waters are um, it's the best at odds. No, just like in contact with each other. That's good. That's Would you great. like? I, I don't Do you think know it's why? by Drake's choice. Yeah, it's not by Drake's choice. Roger, <laughs> Roger Waters got in touch because yeah, sure. Here's why. Because he's Roger it's, Waters. It's so much better than that. Roger Waters was playing Toronto the same day that Drake's album was released. And so the culture reporter covered the al- Drake's album release, I believe, and like something to do with the weekend and not Roger Waters concert. Uh, this is not a drill. And Roger Waters went fucking nuts on social media. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. It's not like he's touring the wall anymore. It's like no one wants to hear your new stuff, Roger Waters. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's true. Um, coming yeah, in Beardy, from Drake is the dude who keeps on. That's right. Drake, Absolutely one of the, I think I think society's um, ouch, Roger Waters, RIP. <laughs> <laughs> Lolo Frosty, welcome aboard. You are a. Uh, you're a real treat. Um, All of these yeah, good times. I'm going to also say this. Oh. Yes, the uh, the uh, revelation that Eleven from Stranger Things. When was that? That must have been four years ago now. Was that like, was, yeah, yeah, that was about four yeah, years ago. I text Drake every night and everyone was like, wait, what? Drake, the, yeah. the rapper? And you, Drake, know, the, the old you man? know he was like, she fucking told. Like, you you too normalized it, man. You, you yeah. made it too normal with her. And she's like, yeah, of course. Doesn't everyone just text Drake? They're, that's a 14-year-old girl at midnight? Are we all yeah. doing that? certainly not not doing that not doing that mm-hmm. doing the opposite no. of that yeah very much the opposite of that um yeah. I, I i can't believe i'm gonna do this i just want to come to drake's defense here for a second boom Sergey said uh drake is the one that disses women and not push a t uh i don't want to defend the dissing women thing because he keeps he, he picks all the wrong targets but uh the push a t thing uh he was uh one of the great modern rap beefs push a tv drake uh that was when push a t outed that drake has a secret child it was very oh, intense. Yeah, that was so intense. It was fucking amazing. I'll never forget where I was when I heard him say, you are hiding a child. Let that boy come home. Deadbeat motherfucker playing Border Patrol. And uh, I was like, del- I just started laughing through my headphones on the ground, ran around in a circle. Can I say this nuts. right now? Can I just say this about Raph Beeps? <laughs> this is my favorite part is I always, when I imagine, is always they have the dirt on them like there's something about it that's so petty it's like okay i know he has a secret child and i'm like all right what fucking rhymes with secret child <laughs> what rhymes with alimony yeah exactly <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> side bitch mud ditch like, you know what i mean like it's just like, always picture, you know it's every time it's joyous to me what else happened with this like, i don't i don't i, I don't hate drake so i hate to say i was listening to I I've never heard a single Drake song that I'm like he's a oh, good he's one of the most overrated uh, artists of all time. But um, I, I listened to Run the Jewels in the car earlier, and it's still mm. I love Run the Jewels, but it still sort of makes me laugh quite a lot that people are trying to be badass with like words. I completely <laughs> I completely agree with you. I know exactly. It's run, run the Jewels is exactly that. Is that they are the kind of like Run the Jewels musically is someone that walks up to the Hell's Angels and is like, "Bet you I can spell motorcycle faster than you guys." <laughs> and you're just like, "Killer Mike, I feel that yeah. you are real. You are helping, but like, not this way, man. You know what I mean? Like this is just. No. It's like." You know what I mean? Like it's Blop, yeah. Blockbuster Night Mark Two, and he goes like, "I do the deed in the dirt." Oh, what is it? He makes it up. He basically just does a load of alliteration. He's like, "I used all the D's." 
Yeah. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> well done. I think. Run the jewel, that run the jewels observation is, is I'm literally just running through. Like that's exactly what they are. They're like, no. yeah, aren't we so tough with all of our books? Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. <Just> fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to cut you with? Synonyms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, sure. You've got bitches and hoes, but I've got respect for women and yeah, yeah and that, the entire that's... Oxford English Dictionary. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, that's really good. that like makes me actually able to listen to that fucking. Oh, great. Because I never could get behind Run the Jewel before, and I couldn't figure out why. Now I got it. Oh, yeah. I love them as much as I giggle at them, basically. And I think that's kind of the, th the thing is I quite like them as they're kind of trying to be funny. Yeah, um, they are. They are quite funny with it, and they're still like. Let me let me ask big swaggery, you. But they just occasionally they just go over the line a bit too much of just into like, and I'm amazing, and you're like, no, no, just just talk about how you picture this. I'm a bag of dicks. Put me to your lips like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this about uh, the current situation in hip hop. Um, <laughs> how, you're watching three feel, white guys. Everybody, how are we feeling about uh, listening to Kanye? Because I'm going to say this right now. On a run, black, black skinhead came on. Oh, yeah. I changed it. But I, I did change it to uh, the Watch the Throne album. So that was probably not the best move. Okay, but so half-half. Yeah. Half. yeah. Yeah. So at least Jay-Z got some of that. That's what, I, what it was. Yeah. Was I was like, this is really good and actually getting me to move. But mm. we, we can't do this. This is too, It's too soon. But then I was like, I don't really want to listen to the Black album. And then I was like, well, all right, we'll listen to Watch. The I don't, I don't, I don't feel the same way about Kanye's stuff that I do about, like, say, R. Kelly's stuff, where because I, yeah. like, R. <laughs> R. Kelly is like a full like monster, whereas Kanye is an insane person. Mm -hmm. And so from, it's something of like, okay, well, we we all watched him lose his mind in real time in front of all of us. We mm -hmm. all knew it was coming. And so while like I don't like it as much because. I don't get the joy from him. Like I remember there was a, I was at a music festival. They had this big inflatable thing and it was just Kanye's face. And it was called happy Kanye because we hadn't seen him smile in like six years. And so it was just like, I remember walking past and seeing his big smile and being like, Oh, I missed that. That was a fun guy. And okay, so okay, we have to, I, we're going to get to this. I don't we're going to talk more about Kanye. Cause I have some thoughts. Then we're talking about who David Hoare could write a diss track about. Yes. And we're fucking doing that. Yeah. Sure. Let's Great. Do okay. It. But here's my um, thing. And I do agree with you up to a point, but I do feel like that I think show business has been covering for how crazy Kanye is being. Now that like how many people are coming out being like, we also had to cut, like he was talking to David course. Letterman and they but just talked about, he talked to him. They but it's just, it's just, can we stop enabling this sick man? Like, but that's, yeah. And absolutely, but that's why, that's why I'm not like, I'm not like boycotting it. I'm just, I'm not listening to it because it's not fun for me anymore. But like, no. there's some, I'm, I'm sure that I'll come back to it at some point because I have so many good memories of Kanye's music. But, um, but I don't like, I don't feel that like, oh, fuck this guy. Like, I don't want to put any money in his pockets. I'm just like, this dude's lost his fucking mind, man. Like, mm. I've been him. looking for somewhere to that voice my opinion on this. And this, I'm, this is great that you finally teed me up. You know how Kanye spent his entire early career being like, I'm not just a producer, I'm a rapper too, and would yeah. like charge into places. I really hoped that, that he had never succeeded in that because I love a lot of his production mm -hmm. and I hate all of his rapping. Every, Fascinating. All of it. Every single ounce all of it. I've never, ever, ever heard. Maybe when I first heard 
stronger i was a bit like what? oh this is kind of fun but i i can't I, I he's everyone's like he is a genius and then you listen to him and he goes i'm a genius and you're like you're just repeating what he said back to him this yeah, is like, an interesting thing let this me get b oh. b by common yeah oh crazy yeah the yeah. best fucking production ever that's probably the best kanye song the songs he did for jay-z amazing hmm there's probably a bunch of other stuff where I heard it and I'm like, oh, what's this? I like it. And someone's like, oh, it's produced by Kanye. And my initial thing to is to go like, oh, because it's Kanye. And then, but yeah, I remember hearing Touch the Sky and being like, why, why, why have you done this? You just yeah. could have just left Curtis Mayfield alone. And I just remember being like, it's like when I first heard Dubstep and I was like, oh, you're supposed to like oh, this. And then go. I was like, but this is annoying and then i was just like trying to find a way into liking kanye west and never ever did it and then he just started going mental so i was yeah. like where you guys are at like seven years ago like <laughs> because i, I was mean, like not, why I are you still listening to him he's gone wrong then that's the I problem will, is you I, will wrong? Actually say, I do feel a bit more conflicted like yes i agree that he is definitely someone that's super mentally unhealthy but also, and to the, that was someone put this in the chat. Like, also at the same time, though, like there's a shitload of super un mentally unhealthy people that don't like keeping. Like, he keeps like grabbing a microphone, being like, "I understand that I'm mentally unhealthy, but I just want to say this one thing about the Jews." And everyone's like, yeah. "Oh, he yeah. said he's only going to say one thing." So, we oh, I'm not, I'm not like excusing anything he said. And like, I love that he got dropped by all those companies. I think that's fucking dope. After I saying, all, I think I all these consequences are shit amazing. Still get play, yeah. played by Adidas, and Adidas I, were like, and it just shows the fuck around, find out. Guys. That was the, that was, uh, by the way, the craziest thing. Also, can I? The, and this goes to my bigger thing. And I, I'm not saying that uh, of you, Chris, but it's more that thing of like when I listen to his music, I'm more like, when he wrote this, did he put something in it that's like a weird? You know what I mean? That's where I am with a lot yeah. of art now. When it comes to these things, where I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm gonna tell you this right now because the the what's his album that's the red cover with all the good songs. Uh, my beautiful Dark Joseph fans. Oh, yeah. that fuck that that fucking the album, album rules. It's fucking and, but it's album. just I can't like I'm gonna listen to Runaway. Yeah, no, David is one, like, one of the best hip hop albums of all time, top five easily. Yeah, it's just one of those things where because it's also that oh, thing of like the is... more the more we go through being honest and transparent, the more it's never just one like one thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like as I was listening to a Ron White stand-up album, he had one of the funniest lines I've ever heard, which was, uh, well, I've never been accused of something that I didn't do. And yeah. that's sort of what I feel, feel like when it comes to like anyone creative now, where it's like, uh, we think Kanye might have some weird thoughts about uh, the Jews. We were thinking about that, you know, about uh, 10 years ago. And now everyone was like, that could be Kanye. He seems so smart. And now he's just like on the news. And we're like, well, we should have listened to them. You know what I mean? That's just yeah, weird. Have I told you my, um, I think somebody pointed out to me, you know, the fact that on David Bowie's um, Spiders from Mars album on this thing, it says K West on the front cover and that David Bowie shortly after that went through his thin white Duke period where he just was saying anti-Semitic shit. And about a week before Kanye West started saying anti-Semitic shit, I was like, he basically just copies David Bowie, right? And he's the K West and that's the thing. That's my like <laughs> conspiracy theory thing. And then about I love a week later, it's like, also, fun. I gotta say this, David Bowie, I don't know what genie he met, but David Bowie died at literally the most perfect moment 
like he, it was literally like see man all those people no no, we no, no like he, what a tragedy no no, no, no. so good they all died some of them it's, whatever he was perfect because he literally missed me like no one's talking me to no yeah. one's bringing up like all the like what did he say when he was the thin white duke yeah i didn't know because my favorite bowie album uh, is station to station which is thin white duke era Fucking five dollar coffee in 2007 fuck fucking love it man it's such oh, a i want to set you it's on arcade fire yeah. <laughs> they're done too now i'm great i'm fine with that yeah that's yeah. not a band i need forever yeah. i didn't I, we had the first album we're fine no but you heard like win butler um has been uh credible accusations of no yeah 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 montreal yeah. montreal in the in the aughts everyone popular is going down oh boy really? in that yeah arcade fire is just the main like you oh, what's this private chat Oh, then wait, do Wikipedia. If you go down to controversy. All right, I'll bring it up. Oh, no. Oh, I just literally did a scan. Yiper diaper, David. <laughs> David Bowie. Whoa, Bowie. Can we Can we also, shall I do this here? Because ever since his death, I've not been able to say this either. Don't really care about David Bowie either. I'm completely with Kanye you. Kanye West <laughs> and David <laughs> Bowie. I'm completely with you. Quite I, like Labyrinth. I, well, I, yeah, uh, I, oh, I really like David Bowie. I like Iggy Pop too. That's what I always say. Whenever someone's like, I like David Bowie, it's like, you like, <laughs> you like Iggy Pop is what you like. You like pop music. Uh, you like a man from Michigan just through the filter of a good pop producer. Yeah. I love so many people that he's directly connected to. Of course. To. Of like course. Brian Eno is my fucking hero. Adrian mm. Ballou is my fucking hero. Um, Nile Rogers is my fucking hero. Nile Rogers is incredible. do not care about, uh, like I have Brian Eno's... Uh, Oblique strategy cards right here for oh, me go produce, fuck finish yourself. finish my album. Thank you very much. Seg great segue. Oh, my brother had his kid finally. His partner had been in labor since like 10 p.m. last night. Oh my god, oh, wow. that's when How that's when they went in. Oh my, that's so, he sent me the worst fucking picture of him. That's so funny. He looks <laughs> so tired and so drunk. And he's not drunk, but he is tired. Hey. In an excellent piece of marketing, I've asked yeah. him to name the kid Irredeemable Filth. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yay, it happened. Congratulations, Chris. Chris. Oh, that's so good. Ladies and gentlemen, that... we, we've watched Chris, who already looked like the fun uncle, has literally, yeah. before our eyes, become the fun uncle, everybody. That's right. He's I a, have I have, three, I have three nieces already by my older sister, but we're not close, and I don't know those kids. So now I have my first, like, initial niece. Yeah. Yay. yay. Oh, my God. Niece? Holy shit. You were gonna just you were gonna on instinct just punch a little boy. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Chris. Yeah. Fun Uncle Chris. Fun Uncle Chris shooting fire. Uncle Chris on the one. Fun Uncle Chris, he's smoking. That's right. Bringing that extra divorced energy. Yeah. Also, whoever in the chat. Why does uh, Fun Uncle chat, Chris like, just stare into the distance? Uh, whoever wow. in the chat, um, uh, John and Chris are divorced. Kanye and Elon are really divorced. That was very funny. That was really good stuff. I didn't hear what David is laughing at, but I wish I did. What did you say? I said, why does, why does Fun Uncle Chris just stare into the distance? And then Chris just went... <laughs> <laughs> we were riffing <laughs> we double riffed david that was fun 
Oh, yeah, we did, we did the old DR with the DH. That's a double riff with David Hoare. Anyway, How'd you like them apples? I, um, I just spent the week over my nieces and it was great fun. Uh, so I hope you get the joy of that. It's, it's good. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's uh she's gonna she's gonna be very tall. Um, <laughs> both of her parents were good at sports, so she'll either be good at sports or like a goth. Either way, I mean, super fun. Tall goth, so funny. Oh yeah, and let me say something. So who spent a lot of time goth. with Chris Betts about the genetic code of the Betzes. Stubborn, opinionated, <laughs> quiet <laughs> until they don't need to be quiet, and then you're like, which okay yeah that's, that's a lot of opinion ah. this doesn't say much oh he's cut through my soul oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> what you realize is that he's not he's not being quiet is that he's writing in his head <laughs> <laughs> not wrong not wrong yeah. i've heard chris say a long time i like listening is actually no you like writing chris yeah, that's preparing yes. yeah, exactly yeah he's letting you tie yourself out bit of both uh, <laughs> be funny chris be um funny chris <laughs> excuse me do you have any Speaking of uh, uh, um, not saying the things you're thinking, David Bowie, anti-Semitism. Oh oh. This this entire segment was made for this program. All right, um, where's the anti-Semitism part? Let's just go straight to that. I don't need to hear about him enjoying naked lunch. I fucking ha- William S. Burroughs. Well, I would. I, he yeah. can fuck bury burrow yourself a hole in the ground, you piece of shit, and fuck off. Yeah. I just don't care. Here we go. Uh-oh. Here we go. Let me tell you. <sighs> That second sentence, that's a oh rough my one. god, already, right there. already, <laughs> woo, Jesus Christ! I man. don't like because people are right now because of social media and everyone's so immediate. Everyone's like, right now everything's so crazy. I was literally thinking about this. There was a week in the '60s where if you were watching TV, you could have seen two people shot, like two <laughs> shot on yeah. television. Yeah, yeah, in a week, like that were connected, but like you, that second one really should have. Everyone would have been like. Woo! Anyway, <laughs> Ben White Duke was a controversial figure while being interviewed in the persona. And I, I already right, right there, by the way, David, how do you feel about David Bowie and all of his personas? Well, I, I kind of think it's creative and interesting, but it's not great when he's using it to be like, here's my persona. Oh, no, uh, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> That's gonna yeah, this, now, this, this, this persona is a real piece of shit. Let's I, go. <laughs> I, have a, I have a quick question, David. Was that your David Bowie impression? Oh, 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 Adolf Hitler. Um, yeah. Bowie made statements about Adolf Hitler and Nazi Germany that some interpreted as expressing sympathy for fascism or even promoting fascism. <laughs> That's not good, Dave. Dave. Oh. Dave. Dave. Can I just say the fact that you're saying this like a sports reporter, like updating people on the teams yeah. is really good. Uh, the controversy. controversy. Yeah. The con- and we're heading down to see if the controversy is di- what what the hell's going on here? I drop I dropped my phone and it hit one of those special buttons. Oh, I hate this. Oh, oh why did it thin it? Why did it go. thin it? Okay, there it's we go. Because we're reading about the thin white dude. because uh, I don't think you can Hello. share the code. It opened up like the code of the page. <laughs> so, oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry. So thin white duke development character controversy. Go there up, go. go up, go up, go the fuck back up. Keep going up, go down. Why does it say occupation under the thin white duke as aristocrat? I fucking hate David Bowie. <laughs> go up. Go the fuck up. Put, go up. Go up some more. Go up some oh, here, here. more. Right aristocrat there. Ocu- information. Ocu- <laughs> fuck you, David Bowie. Fucking rebel, rebel against breathing, you fucking asshole. Oh, my God. 
But isn't this in, in hate this in his so the thin white tuker is famously the time where he was in a cocaine psychosis and doesn't remember doing anything, right? Yeah. yeah, wouldn't you when you're like, let me tell you who is a number one good times with me, and that is <laughs> Adolf Hitler. And then like a year later, they're like, when you really praised Hitler, were you like on a bunch of cocaine and couldn't remember anything? And be like, that's yeah. Can you yeah, use that? I mean, that's what that. I mean, if any drug's <laughs> gonna draw you closer to Hitler, it's gonna be cocaine or meth because he was actually on that. So you yeah, guys can meth. bond exactly. Wow. Have you seen all the people like reanalyze all the videos of Hitler at the Olympics where he's like? Yeah, and like in the past, they were like, he was excited for the Germans in the Olympics, and now they were like, no, he was on meth. Yeah, exactly. Going. Yeah, he was just fucking amped on amphetamines, which um, is so like it's so sweet to see that that evolution because I remember that when I was like, man, this guy's really like he really wants to talk to me, and people were like, oh no, he's on cocaine. When I was like yeah. 19, people said that, and I was like, oh, that's oh, and then I started spending time with people on coke, and it was like, like a shade had lifted, like I could just see mm. the world as it was. I remember realizing that people I knew were doing cocaine and it was like once you're, you're it was easy exactly that where you're just like the scales fell from your you're like oh yeah of course <laughs> yeah um, and also that you kind of thought like what you imagined what people on cocaine were like and you're like well they do crazy stuff and then they're like so when I was on holiday, like they're just only talking oh, yeah, about exactly. themselves yeah. being very boring. Me and him, we're gonna start a babysitting company. That's one of my biggest. That was what I remember. That was the first time I was able to identify that two people were on cocaine, mm -hmm. and it was at Grumpy's Bar and yep. Grill. If you are grilling jokes, uh, and Ooh. thank you. <laughs> now I'm the thin white duke, and uh, <laughs> uh, two musicians were sat beside me at the bar. And they each went to the bathroom individually after shaking hands, which I was like, I always remember that being like, oh, that's the exchange point. And then they came back and had a 45 minute conversation about how they were going to start a summer camp to teach kids music. And great. And I was just like, man, oh, man. One of them was in the Hellbound Hepcats. Do you remember them, Chris? Oh, uh, yeah, but not well enough. Uh, <laughs> did he have sort of like a pomp? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Hellbound Hipcats. Um, the only thing I did a I was the security for that bar on one St. Patrick's Day, and I watched one of them uh, play the bass while riding it, and it was one of the most oh, insane yeah. things I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, I've seen that guy. Yeah, like literally yeah. doing full spins on it. Well, still, oh, on the double bass. On the double yeah. bass. Yeah, 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 yeah. My friend six can string, do that. Six string bass. <laughs> yeah, it was a six string bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Sorry. very he small on the bass, and I was like, me. Yeah. Uh, guys, extreme. we got raided by Matt Blair, so you know. Oh what my God! Welcome to the Untitled Extreme with John and Chris and Ashley. Stick around and give us a follow. You are awesome. Nice. Welcome. Thank Welcome you so much Matt for the raid. Welcome, Matt Blair. Welcome aboard. Matt Blair, how do you feel about the thin white dude? How do you feel about David Bowie being an anti-Semitic man? I, not to make it all about me again, but David. when hearing the intro song on the way, on when you started and hearing that, I keep on thinking about how actually making music for you affected what i did on my album on. genuinely oh we want to hear that now you're yeah. talking about us kind of we like that yeah yeah yeah. well 
it was when you guys were like, can 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 you do some songs for like can you do their songs for you? And I did it, being like, I'll make this, I wonder if they'll like it. And then you guys were just like And I was like, Oh, okay, these people really like what I do. And when I made the Mr. Mr. The Machine mm-hmm. song Mm. And I worked out the how to do the really low, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "That's on the album about five times because no I way. worked out how to do it for you." And I was oh, like, cool. oh, "Okay, this is actually how you can utilize it and make deep voice and stuff." But you have to like deliver it in a certain pitch. I've got that. I've got a robot on there as well that I have to deliver differently. But it's just like you know, the kind of I all my other albums are mostly just me and guitar and then this album there is not a single one that's just me strumming the guitar it's got oh, wow. every single track has mental mentalness on it that's so. awesome. what is crazy is I think the best thing that you've ever done is one that we never really use which is the be right back <laughs> because so we have just the way we do the stream has just never necessitated that even a little bit but it yeah. is spectacular oh so it's good funny. stuff I'm trying to find it right now I'm gonna bring it up. Weird. Bring it on up. Did you say it's weird? Oh no, I'm I'm looking for David Hoare and Apple Music right now just to see if it comes up. Oh yeah. No. Oh, I I think it should be up there. That was the one that I didn't double. And my friend sent me a photo of it being up there. Oh, it, it wasn't that it wasn't coming up. That was weird. It was that my my mouse was being strange and disappearing. Oh, I see. You were like, this uh, is weird. David's big doing a thing. He shouldn't be doing. Yeah, it. This, yeah. This is weird. It just says. Uh, um, David Hoare's album deleted because uh, we thought it was shit, bro. <laughs> bro, before that's very intense. David what's doesn't that? like Kanye West and therefore gets removed from Apple Music. <laughs> what's 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 the album called again? Uh, Irredeemable filth. Irredeemable. Is that after? Did someone say that about your show during the Fringe? That's what I thought. You no, were. Andrew White, who texts the Trusty Hogs, he's a good is. friend of mine. Uh, you probably know. Um, he, I sent him a, a TikTok video I'd made, and he called it "Irredeemable Filth." And I went, "That is an album yeah. title right there." That's great. Um, this, uh, um, all this, my I other album titles. The untitled Twitch stream will be back in a moment. That's I so feel weird. Like, is this where you got your um, ambient inspiration from? Was from just. <laughs> Killing yeah. seven minutes for us. I invented ambient music making this feat. <laughs> I figured it wasn't going to be Eno. It wasn't going to be any of those but fucking losers. Um, can you guys hear that now? I don't think it was running before. Were you? Yeah, we can hear it. Oh, no, we're irredeemable. Focus my grinder screen name. Can you make your grinder caption the album cover? Even though oh my god, beardy noise. Can you do that? Can we do some grinder implementation for marketing? I've always thought that that is the real key to breaking any market. Isn't this so goddamn funny? I remember I was in my in my old apartment. Three albums? I don't even have one out yet. Jesus Christ! You don't even have one album out yet? No, I still had a whole thing with the with the editing and the release for because they're suing everybody. Oh my god, Um, suing everybody! uh, What's so annoying about that lawsuit is it's so it's so clearly we're in the right and it's mm. so clearly the other side is like we know but we are going to drag this out for quite some time and it's like yeah, if, if we can save all this money we're we're here. yeah what's also yeah. really <laughs> irritating about who i am is that i'm like i gotta say it if i was them this is what i would do like you know what i mean like you're like yeah wouldn't you do this if you were them yeah because you might so, get away with it exactly like they're not going to but man i would try to 
Yeah, if you count ambient albums and the one I made pre-Spotify, then I have, this is my sixth album I finished. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. Did, were you ever going to get on Top of the Pops? I've been watching the Top of the Pops top of the pop stop documentaries at the moment they've done one for each year and i'm watching the 90s ones because it reminds me of my childhood and i would love to have gone on top of can i just say this those documentaries have to be very tense because there's a real elephant in the room you know what i mean i'm watching the 90s ones i'm not watching the 80s ones where they're like and now a pedophile but it's them the hosts are the ones that are the pedophiles is it a bit, oh, that's the thing, though. Because was there more than one Top of the Pops host that turned out to be on the pedophile? I always thought it was oh. just... Yeah. All right, let's bring up a list of Top of the Pops All right, hosts. That's, that's and then got. a separate window, which one, which one are you Operation U-Tree. Are you just thinking of JS? I'm just thinking of, yeah, the big dog. You know what I mean? You're thinking of JP? Number one. Who's JP? John I did. Peel? No um, idea. Who's John Peel? <laughs> oh, what? John Peel, man. Even I know John Peel. No idea. John Peel is like this uh, absolute legend of music. It is so in crazy. UK. The time. second stage at Glastonbury is called the John Peel stage. To yeah, this that's day. where I saw. That's where I saw the Go Team. I love the Go Team. They're great. What happened? So, what did John Pe- and let me guess? John Peel turns out he married a thirteen-year-old. They always marry thirteen-year-olds. Why is it thirteen? And Why? his yeah, his monsters. favorite song is uh, Teenage Kicks. Was Teenage Kicks? Yeah, that's right. Like, what great what song that? now it's a little sinister yeah, yeah. That's, those two i gotta say it if it was if that was just his favorite song not sinister but then he's like well he married a 13 year old and you're like well then no i yeah. think he's thinking about something else yeah so if like the the operation U tree stuff is he like that school shooters many many of them were i mean this is a very depressing uh, thing but like a lot of them were the ones getting investigated were DJs of the time and top of the pop hosts of the time, basically. So, and uh, so sound, sound to be bad, 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 bad boys. Yes. Like Dave Lee Travis. Yeah. Never heard of this person in my life. Um, Why is the John Peel stage to, called the John Peel stage? If we know this about this person, uh, it hasn't hit um, that like tipping point of like the critical mass of anger. So what? <laughs> most people just haven't found out about it. And so they just don't change anything unless most people but it, it is a known thing that this John Peel is allegedly famous. I don't believe it. He, and he is. Dude, when he died, like one friend of mine, like cried. Yeah. It was all my dad's friends talked about for a while because he yeah. was like, he was like the radio host who would play music that would cut through. But then yeah, how is he, he introduced so many great bands to Britain. And he, the, and they're just they're like, yeah, he would have been a real branch of Operation U-Tree, but he's dead, so... Is that basically where we're at with well, No, because Hill? he wasn't, like... I don't think he was doing the, like, militant, like, levels of going after young children like a lot of other people He just other picked one. He picked one and was yeah. like, that one, please. He's like a Celine Dion's husband. Oh my god, that one's the most insane <laughs> one. That, what's so insane about that is that the entire province of Quebec in Canada will, with a straight face, be like, but they waited till she was 16. And you're just mm-hmm. like, calm the fuck on, guys. Yeah. Can I just point out how fuck off? 
bad at promotion I am that you've been asked to be do you want to appear on top of the pops? And now we're discussing who may or may not be a nonce. I guess not good promotion for my help. You chose to come onto this program knowing what we where our bread and butter is, and our bread and butter is segueing everything into. But do you know who could have been a nonce? Yeah. I can't believe how many presenters Top of the Pops fucking had. Yeah, there's a well, whole Wikipedia page, and I have to keep scrolling to get. Well, through. the thing Holy is, is like shit. in the '90s, they would just have guest hosts all the time. No, it's um, like the '80s are like, yeah. Oh my god, not even including special appearances. Yeah, Jimmy Savile, Dave Lee Travis, Dave Jensen, Peter Powell, Mike Reed, Simon Bates, Richard Skinner, Tommy Vance. That's not a third of the hosts. Oh yeah. my and god! Quite a few of all them were investigated of, by YouTube. I was gonna say all of those sound like names you would investigate. Yeah. You know what I mean? There, David Lee I... Travers? Who oh, the yeah, fuck is Dave that Lee, guy? That Dave guy Lee sounds Travis like there's, he's got a bunch of feet jail. and paint cans. You know what I'm saying? I think Dave Lee Travis is in jail now. Yeah, is he really? Yeah. For what? You tree? Yeah, mm-hmm. literally. Yeah. He's he's one of the main arrested leading conviction is Glitter, Dave Lee Travis, Max Clifford, Rolf Harris, um, Chris Denning, who was a former Radio 1 DJ as well. Um, and then some other people. That um, Max Clifford one was wild. That and the Rolf Harris one was crazy. That was like finding out Mr. Dress Up was. That was exactly what I kept thinking specifically for Mr. Dress Up. Like, oh, uh, John, John, before you do that, someone um, uh, who who did it, uh, Redbeard Viking Gardner, uh, called in Michael Caine. So you're going to have to talk about Mr. Dress Up as a pedophile as Michael Caine. But it's very interesting there. It's still got Caine. it. Wow. Still I still got, got, it. got it. It's important to remember that as Michael Caine, <laughs> it's important to remember that my Michael Caine is the best one. So here we go. Pretty good. Have you ever seen Joe 90? I have not seen Joe 90, but I have been to Tacos 1986. <laughs> Joe 90 is so fat. Did you Joe, know? <laughs> Joe 90 is another chip. Jerry Anderson show like Thunderbirds and um, Captain Scarlet and Stingray, but it's basically about a kid who can learn to do anything if he gets put in this special machine. But he sounds like Michael Caine, so they're like, and it's all—it's it, never like a job that they couldn't just send an adult to do. They like, we'll get this kid to learn how to be in like the. Oh no, there's a spaceship going into the sun. Quick, Joe Ninety, learn how to be an astronaut. And he's like, okay then. But you have to say, okay then, Dad, I'll go learn to be an astronaut as Michael Caine. Go. The only time I've ever heard someone say Joe Nighty is when I'm commenting on my wife's pajamas. Darling, Joe Nighty is on fire because you're too close to that candle. <laughs> it's how pleased he is with himself. That's, That's right. <laughs> I'm a self-satisfied man from Earth and Castle. I like the fact that like, the way that he does it means that if that version of Michael Caine was in the Italian job of like, you were only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. I just want to let everyone know something about those doors. They were not supposed to be bloody blown off that way. Also, say what you want about this Italian job. It ends the way all British cinema does, with no hope for a good ending. <laughs> I'm Michael Caine. <laughs> I was Michael Caine, Redbeard. Redbeard Viking. I've been doing impressions on my streams. Would you like to hear? Oh, my, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do Roger Moore, I do Sean Connery, and I do Marlon Brando. Uh, so what would you like me to say is Sean Connery? I would Connery. like to see, I would like Sean Connery and Marlon Brando to recreate who's on first perfectly. If you get anything wrong, you're off the stream. <laughs> Great. I'll do exactly how I do it on my stream. Okay, let's go. Okay, this is um, Sean Connery and Marlon Brando doing who's, doing on, who's first. on first. Wait. Okay. 
Smush, 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 money penny. I don't even know who that's supposed to be, but that's very funny. Also, that was not accurate. He's off the screen. I got bad news for you, Dave. I got news for you. You mother fucking agreed to do it accurately. Now sit in your fucking hutch. Yeah. Bye, Dab. I don't know who Dab is, but that's who you are now. No, no, Dab. Dabid. Good old Dab Hobe. I was Yeah, he's in prison. You're in fucking Twitch prison. Play your fucking harmonica down there in the in your hutch. That's right. That's what I like to hear. You know what I mean? Nothing's that's the sound of old timey prison from the fifties. You know what I mean? Those are the good times. Tin can on bars. That's exactly correct. You know what I mean? And the guard was called a screw and he just had a and he had a nice stick with some ivory in it to kill you. Oh man, he has to beat you to death. Loud piercing misery. Okay. Well, thank you everybody who's listened in the chat to my album and bought copy. I very much appreciate it. Thank you. Have you checked it out yet? It's called The Irredeemable Filth by uh, David Hoare. It's on all music streaming platforms Mm. and you should listen to it immediately. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I know you're all sitting there if you're a podcast listener. And by the way, if you are a podcast listener, fuck you. Yeah, go fuck Uh, yourself. Go fuck yourself. Uh, But um, if you're sitting there listening and you're going, hey, um, I want to uh, stop sucking a dog's dick when it comes to life and I want to only be putting sweet sweet truth up my soul's ass well then head on over to uh, all your favorite uh, use uh, DuckDuckGo to head on over to Tidal and download um, Irredeemable Filth by Dab Whore that's (laughs) you went a little bit Michael came when you said you went irredeemable filth uh, I don't know what accent that was about to be that was about to be the most racist accent I could possibly do that's how bad I am at accents I started to try to do a day or a a Michael Caine and I almost did an Apu oh my lord in heaven yeah that's a big miss my name is Michael Caine and yeah. I think you should come again. <laughs> oh my God, David! What are you doing to us? Good Lord in heaven! Do not buy David Horse irredeemable filth because I guess he's referring to people that voted to remain in Europe based on what we're learning about <laughs> David's politics. Real racy. Thank you for changing my name to Dab. I appreciate that. That's good. You are should I do now. a Dab? Yeah, I gotta tell you, I'm very upset by the way that I missed Dab in North America because it only hit Europe in like 2017, and I gotta tell you, I I missed it. It would have been a good time skating on ice. I I do it. I do it on stage uh, as as a joke, like as part of a joke where I talk about how um, I'm young enough to do all the things young young people do. They just don't want me to do it with them. And then (laughs) that's a a funny joke because also dabbing is the perfect thing for that. And then I just just chuck that out. People go nuts. Um, I've done it a couple times, but like I'm so bad at it um, that it could Fair. go either way. And so now I mention flossing, and I say that I'm not even gonna oh, bother feel- with it. Oh, Speaking fair of um, inside jokes, by the way, an inside joke is that David Hoare's album is not good. Just kidding. It is good. The inside <laughs> joke is that I'm sarcastic. Oh, um, for the Patreon listeners, <laughs> look what arrived in the new in the email today. <gasps> he got it. If you want the backstory to the Blondes Preferred Gentleman t-shirt, you're going to have to join our Patreon and listen to the Patreon. last episode. Because yeah. John ordered it on stream. Uh, uh, on stream. And hey, I like that goddamn LED hat. It actually fucking showed up. Very exciting. Yeah. Now, David, if I wanted to order something from you, what could that be? 
you could order uh i haven't had anyone have had done it yet but you can technically get a t-shirt with my album cover on the front of it because i've managed to find out how to design that because i thought that would be funny i don't know if anyone's bought one yet I'd what happens if, if someone did. buys uh that t-shirt what do they get extra let's try and sell you one t-shirt to someone in the chat right now i'll send what? you a copy of my album i'll send no, you all the they audio need files. something more than that something more now Picture of my taint? I don't know what you want to Where that you went taint? Yep. I gotta tell you, a picture of a taint is va- that is a fucking message, is that not? Yeah, that's a that is not enticing. That's a threat. No, certainly <laughs> not. Yeah, that's yeah. Because <laughs> what you? Yeah, you are you are letting someone know you should regret letting me in your life. Yeah, <laughs> I've been trying to tell that to you guys for a while, but you know, just show yeah, uh, show me your taint, baby. Horonium. <laughs> very nice. Holy three, very go nice. on, big boy. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you would like to buy my album off of uh, Bandcamp, that would truly be very supportive. I'll put a link to all the links. Also, it's always good to put an album up on Bandcamp, so you just get an insane amount of emails from that company. Good lord. Jesus Christ, Bandcamp. Fucking yeah, it's fucking thirsty a little turn bit. Jeepers down. creepers. Yeah. Just to uh, let you know. <laughs> I'm gonna say this. David, can you do one that's that's a black t shirt that's just your face coming through the hole? Yeah, why isn't it just the hole? <laughs> I want just the hole, baby. I want I want you bursting out like an alien. Dave, I want to put it lower down. <laughs> I could put it lower down. I could do yeah. that. David, oh, put your you know what I want? I want underwear, like, oh. like briefs, and I want, yeah, I want you bursting out of there. You but you want bursting? Hang on, like but that. Chris, Chris, do you want it bursting out of? You want cock or butt? Because I want him bursting out of my butt. Oh no, cock for sure. Oh really? Yeah, because look, he looks strained, so it's like I'm pushing. Like normally he's it's, calm, but because like I'm yeah. so big, it's like he's like strained in my underwear. It's fifteen dollars for either side or twenty five for both. So, um. Diamond guys are coming in with David. Please don't let these two in charge of your merch disagree. How about that? How about that, Diamond Geyser? I disagree. And Chris and I have good ideas. And I want I want a David escaping from my butt underwear briefs. Me escaping you, from your butt wearing an LED hat. Oh my god. Is that possible? Is that on the table? Can you have that designed, please? Someone please. Well, the design thing is that. Is that I would have to receive an LED hat. And as we know, no one can oh, receive an LED fuck. hat. You can only buy them. You can't hope. You can never. That's possibly. true. That's true. None of them actually exist. You can that's just the, buy them I, that's into the being. the most alarming thing about the LED hat is, yeah, you can only buy them. You don't actually, you can't possess one. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like faith. Uh, how? Yes, David. Uh, what? <laughs> what did you say to me, bitch? <laughs> I called you the lead singer of Creed, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There's nothing better, by the way. A uh, That is a beautiful, that is a man from the south of England. Very excited to use bitch in context. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like when a North American person gets wanker right. Oh, nothing better. You know what I mean? What was the question, Chris? Oh, I was just going to say you can sing your meth song whenever yeah. you feel Oh, like yeah. It. We were going to do that a, a full hour ago. Can yeah, you sing your meth ago. song now? Great. Okay. So the context is, is that I found out about ADHD um, and I need uh, the cooperation of my family to get um, given uh, a proper diagnosis, but they won't cooperate with me. So I've written the song to help them cool. understand the script. I like it. Oops. Oh, that is so mean spirited. <laughs> that is so mean. That was... <laughs> when you get diagnosed with ADHD, oh, hang on, I'm it wrong. When you get diagnosed with ADHD, <laughs> they give you medication. 
some special drugs to help with your concentration. But what special magic has the NHS got in store for me? Just realised the time, girl. Girlfriend's going to be annoyed. Amphetamine. Uh, you were told, by the way, to do it at a volume where your girlfriend cannot hear you. So let's start the song again. Let's turn it down. Let's do a... Can you do it in version. more of a Sean Connery voice? Exactly. Can yeah. You... Can we please have the Marlon Brando version of the yeah. Amphetamine song? At an appropriate volume for your girlfriend, yeah. please. You'd really like it. Also, can you do live subtitles? Because people don't listen to things anymore. Exactly. So hold up your own subtitles. Marlon that would be really helpful. <laughs> okay. So it's Amphetamines. What, like meth? Yes. Meth. I want meth to be a better boyfriend. I want meth to help me with the housework. I'll be a better member of society if you just give me methamphetamines. Give me an M. 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 Give me an E. 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 Give me a T. 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 Give me an H. 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 What have you got? Math, 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 I have a tryout spot Ooh. at uh, Fat Penguin on Wednesday. Oh, hey, I like that. I like that Fat Penguin. I like that. Oh, speaking I of got... who will be at the Fat Penguin in February, old John Hastings doing a tour of the United Kingdom. That's right. One week only because that nation is in an economic collapse and I am also not a famous person. That's a two reasons to do small venues close together for one week. Please oh. buh, buh, be, 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 be there, there, there. Oh. Please be there. That's um, why, yeah. I'm. Their inflation will be at 18% in a month. Go ahead, David. I've done um, Mr. Wolf's Tonight, which I think you did before. You Love did it. the rooftop version. Doing Smoke and Mirrors tomorrow, oh. Running Chops on Tuesday, oh. Birmingham on Wednesday, doing Fat Penguin, Wednesday, doing Cardiff, uh, a venue called La Pantera. <laughs> Great. Which is quite interesting. Uh, Siren Sister. I and just then... want to say this Fat Penguin, I believe, is on Wednesdays. Wednesdays, yeah, I'm doing Wednesdays. Fat Penguins. And then Thursday is Cardiff. Thursday's Cardiff, yeah. Uh, Friday, sorry. Friday is uh, headlining a gig in Siren Sister. And then Saturday, doing Comedy in a Van, Rob Riley. And then. Oh, I love Rob Riley. And then Sunday, doing Hot Water. So I shall nice. tell you how it goes. And then headlining a gig in Lark Lane after Hot Water. So hopefully Sounds this week should be good. Yes. This is possibly the most amount of gigging I've done in consecutiveness yeah, who are outside you of Edinburgh. So, or me? Um, do you, who do you think you're some fucking Canadian? Yeah, what do you think? I some do. Canadian that just I, hates England for where Let's it give it a go. Let's, let's see how, fence, how much I can offend them. I know what comedy is all about. There you go. Uh, that's pretty good. Was, yeah, that's about that right. Was yeah, the man you said exactly. earlier? That's like Tom State. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Um, I also miss... am doing a work in progress in Edinburgh, by the way. Where, I'm not where, where's that? 
Also, the monkey barrel. I'm doing the monkey barrel weekend before the tuber starts. Mr. Dress Up. Did I do it right? Or is that not the right thing to say? Nailed it. How about you fucking get his fucking milk in bags? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what you have to say is I like to drink my milk from a bag. Mm, bag. I'm sorry. I like to drink my milk from a bag. I turned it into an apology. That was good. Oh, that say was actually. Mm, bag. Say it. <laughs> sorry. Um, mm, bag. What? Yeah. Got you try it again. You were disconnected. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> See, when I said it, it sounded like I wanted lots of cocaine because I went. Mm. <laughs> Are you actually? So you guys cut off again. What happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on? You... Like Duke, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye West. <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> Kanye West says mm, back. Damn uh, it! Missed it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotcha. Uh, question coming in from Steve Mooney, and it's a good one. Why are you coming here, John? I'm going to try and get tickets for the Exodus Malarkey gig, but still, why? Well, great question. I, I, I uh, the show did well enough in Edinburgh that it looks like that we can get enough people to come to these things that it's worthwhile. And nope. um, uh, I, industry people wanted to see me in London, so we just combined the two things. And also, uh, it's good optics. Yeah. And you don't yeah. want to get rid of that show title. I'd forgotten when you said you were doing the tour. I forgot that you would name. I thought we might rename the tour, but you Absolutely have kept not. the tour name. And I was like, I have. oh, my legacy lives on. <laughs> oh, your legacy. Buddy, it's going to be eventually released as a special on YouTube. Like, yeah. it's going to be your legacy will not die, my friend. That's And, David, you named my album because I decided to go with, with a vigor. And that was your suggestion. No! Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> out of Dude, Wait a minute. Is out of context, your album just going to be called Chris Betts with a vigor? Yeah. That's very <sighs> funny. Yeah. <laughs> Also, speaking of stand-up comedy, I'm opening for a guy that we've talked about. We watched like a, most of his special here on the stream, Jeff Allen, the dry bar comedian who's really a big hack, but might be the best hack ever. It's like, it's the, it's, he's like he's like listening to the monkeys where you go, you know what? I like it. You did it. You got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. David, can you sing um, Stepping Stone, please? Um, Girlfriend safe as Sean Connery. Oh, good, cool, because I very cool. cool, cool. Um, here's my impression of uh, Stepping Stone by the Monkeys as Sean Connery. Girlfriend safe, though. Girlfriend safe version. Yeah, of course. Mush, 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 money, penny. Wow. Flawless. That's flawless. That was really can I, can you draw me to do it as Roger Moore? Are we sure that wasn't Mickey Dolan's? Excuse me. <laughs> were you David Jones himself? <laughs> Was that Sean Connery? Would you like yeah. me to do the same with the same song, but as Roger? That's Moore? right. But I'd like you to do it as Peter Tork. Okay, I'll do Peter Tork doing uh, uh, Roger Moore. Uh, Peter Tork. No, no, it's Peter Tork doing Roger Moore. You're doing Peter Tork. Peter Tork sounds like the real name of the the mystery no, I can only driver do on, Roger on, Moore. on uh, No, no, you're doing Peter Tork doing here. Roger Moore. No, 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 I am. I I can only do Roger Moore doing other people. That's what I can do. Oh, okay. Then you're Roger Moore doing Peter Tork. Yeah, that's exactly what I want. Okay. Okay. Here's, here's Roger Moore doing Peter Talk, doing whatever song he said was for. <clears throat> Stepping Stone. Stepping Stone, sorry. Sorry, that is important. <laughs> A woman. Thank you. Thank you very that's much. really good. That's wow. Amazing. Thank you. I've been working on that quite a while. Is there any other movie besides James Bond and Spice World that Roger Moore is in? I can't think of any other movie he's in. Uh, he was guaranteed. in the <laughs> guaranteed. guaranteed. <laughs> I like the fact that John is asking us a question. He's like, "Do you remember?" And Chris is like, "In terms of facts, 
Yes. Yeah, I know that that is a fact. Yeah. I don't know how to back it up, though. But that's the, the interesting thing. is a TV show. Yeah, the I feel like he's in one of the police academies. He seems Come like on. he's in a police oh, academy movie. Great if he was. Um, what would Roger Moore? What would a Roger Moore in a house like this be? Um, I don't know. Is he what in Spice World? What did you just fucking say to me? Oh, I was trying to. I kind of got my. Have you ever seen Through the Keyhole? You watched enough daytime TV in uh, in the UK. Did you ever see Through the Keyhole? No. Okay, so the two main things are, you know who David Frost is, obviously Frost Nixon. Of course. Are either of you aware of who Lloyd Grossman is? No. Oh, okay. yes. He has sauces. Yes, Lloyd Grossman does have sauces. He also yeah. has the weirdest sounding voice of all time. What are you talking about? Can I please hear Roger Moore doing Lloyd Grossman? <laughs> oh, yeah, so this is uh, Roger Moore doing Lloyd Grossman. Thank you. I would like to hear Roger Moore doing Lloyd Grossman, please. A woman. Lloyd Grossman is kind of a posh English man, but he's actually Canadian, so it's kind of really posh. He has sources, and he presented the old version of MasterChef, where there's less of yelling to each other and more of a very serene, ambient show where he'd walk around a sparse room asking people what they were cooking. Uh, I would get up a video of Lloyd Grossman and just let me see if I can find a good one. He basically, what used to happen was. David Frost would be in the studio with a guest uh, three celebrity panel and then Lloyd Grossman would be at somebody's house. So it's like the UK version of Cribs. And Lloyd Grossman warned it's like, who would live in a house like this? David, it's over to you. But what he would have done is wander around. He's like, as we can see above the sink is three gold medals. All right. Possibly I'm from the Olympics. And it's like trying to give clues as to who the celebrity is. And then they're like, Linford Christie or something like. I think I hate Lloyd him. Grossman. I'm gonna just play this. Is this? Is this? I've had this guy's sauce a lot, as it turns out. There's he no is. way he does the voice in his own commercial. I think really. he does. I, if yeah, of course he does. This Lloyd voice. Grossman. This voice is insane. I, yeah. Chris, guess what? You were right to hate this guy. Flavor some pasta meals with me, Lloyd Grossman. From I fucking first hate Lloyd Grossman. Pasta. And now for the key ingredient. Heat the rich tomato and basil sauce, add oh, in your cooked oh. pasta, and mix through. And this that's how you make a Lloyd Grossman pasta. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Back, back up, back up, back up, back the fuck up. What was this? This is one of the most unappetizing meal preparation True. videos. And that's how you what make a Lloyd. Why did he put, what's that extra dollop of pasta on top? What is this fucking, oh, that's the call to action joke. It's the only that's food person saying, buy my food, it's gross, man. Grossman so, pasta man. dish with no added sugar. And don't forget our new pizza and lasagna ranges. It sounds go, like back, go back to the bit where he's pour, putting the sauce into the pasta because I need to hear that sentence again. I'm going to have to bring it back up. I have to bring it, it back up again because yeah. I literally closed the whole thing. So, But let me just because say this. His Lloyd. accent is fucking bananas. Do you want to know There's an no interesting thing about Lloyd Grossman? His band in the in 1977, uh, his punk band Jet Bronx and the Forbidden, got a song into number 42 in the charts. Thank you very much. What David, a weird I want, David, I want, you see this? You see this right yeah. here? I want to make yeah. this very quickly. I don't know what this is called. Like, go towards it's a knuckle sandwich, John. for me now knowing who Lloyd Grossman is. I didn't know that. The, I just thought this was sauce I would buy when I wanted to... Have delicious late night pasta at my oh. house when I lived in London and went to an all night Sainsbury's. And guess how's what this? I now can't I, do? No, how's this? I knew Lloyd Grossman before the sauce. He was famous. <laughs> sauce, you know, you, you just don't sell that t shirt. I'm not sell that t shirt. I'm a Lloyd Grossman hipster. 
I, I knew Lloyd Grossman. Lloyd Grossman, yeah, Lloyd Grossman was Uncle Ben to me, and much like Uncle Ben, I never want to hear that character talk because let me tell you about the character Uncle Ben from The Rice. He's I guarantee changed. that it, it will not be good. Oh, I, he's I, changed. I thought, I thought it's called, ben, it's called Ben's say, now, and it's not a. Color it's just Ben. This is called Ben's. This is called yeah. Ben's. Yeah, I like that better. The um, I thought I thought you were gonna say the thing that Lloyd Grossman and Uncle Ben have in common is um. The best thing for them to do is to die in an alley. <laughs> That's true. Boy, <laughs> Grossman, are being attacked with a knife. Yeah, what I don't like about I'm Lord Grossman, and for some reason, I think That's that I am a big knife you could make a saucy song with. It's so weird to be Lloyd Grossman because it sounds like I'm making fun of English people and North American people at the mm. same time. No, I can only hope that my senseless murder has encouraged my nephew to save the day. Yeah. When I die, we, and it will be violent, because that is my want, people will discover everything that they suspected about me is true. When I do 12 <laughs> streams on, on my stream, I have a bunch of other people joining me over the mics, and I've literally we've sat for half an hour before, not doing proper Lloyd Grossman impressions, just half an hour going, Lloyd Grossman, just seeing how yeah. long you can get. <laughs> I There is a guy... Lloyd Grossman. Sorry. Lloyd Grossman lives his life knowing that there's people from b the before time that if they meet him are going to go, why are you talking that way, Lloyd? God, I hate I hate this. If I you met him, why wouldn't you? If I met him, because I used to drink at the Groucho Club semi-regularly for a couple years. When was this? This was like Blair. years ago when I was bartending because it, it was part of the cocktail world. I knew all the bartenders that worked there, so I just got to go in and hang out. And, okay. um, and so if I had met him then, and I was drunk, I would have I would have yelled at him. I'm Lloyd Grossman, and I know the people from Blur. That's why I I'm here at Groucho in 2006. I, would, I wouldn't have been yeah. able to stop myself. I'm Lloyd Grossman. Well, I'm Chris Betts. Chris Betts headbutt. <laughs> yeah, I like that, David. I like that a lot. Um, also, what was the, have what I was told the, you that I used what, to headbutt people? That was, was my middle class. Yeah. What was yeah. the glass breaking noise you made when you said, because you went Chris Betts headbutt and then went, what was that? Like, yeah, what was that? I'll tell you what that is. That's I've not headbutted someone, and I feel like if I was to headbutt someone, I go like I'd do that. I don't know why this just reminds me of there was this uh guy, he's I don't know what he does now, but he was like a sketch comedian in Toronto, and there was a story of him. This is how he handled not getting picked for a second city like callback. Like they tell you in the room, like these people can leave. He started making the noises of a person playing bass in a new metal band. And then he, he threw every chair that was in the auditorium of the Second oh, City main stage into the street and went home. <laughs> Can you reenact the sound for us, please? Pardon me? Can you reenact the sound of the new do, metal Is apparently what he did. And then he just and everyone was like, what's he doing? And then a friend of mine who was there who's been to like through small town Canada was like, I don't know, but we probably should leave because this is gonna get nuts. And he threw every chair in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like and that sounds like the kind of crazy. This is how like insane some people that are drawn to comedy are. I bet he showed up to the next class. No, he did not. He like no. then had like a real political problem with Second City for like the three years that I knew him. Oh, okay. Because I could <gasps> I could absolutely see someone like just smashing it up and then showing up being like, right, I'm ready for the next run. Yeah, now that I've learned. Yeah, of course. I mean, you're not wrong. Comedy is filled with insane people. Go ahead, David. I found out my new favorite running away from potential writing fact, which is a weird niche. 
But, See, I gotta yeah. tell you, based on the way your country's going, that you're gonna, you know what, you're gonna have an opportunity to try out some. Lloyd of that Grossman's out. top ten running away from a riding. Yeah. I'm Lloyd <laughs> Grossman, and what am I gonna do when the uh, rising middle class actually comes for my head? Is I'm just is gonna jack off because I'm into blood. Is anyone collecting all the insanely bleak headlines that have been going out in the UK over the last like four months about oh just God. like maybe eating is overrated? And like here are yeah, foods that you has, can yeah. still eat when they're moldy. Like those are like yeah. front page stories. That's how bad yeah. it's gotten. Have you guys, if if you want just something out of catharsis, uh, the Led by Donkeys Instagram page mm. is like really doing some very fun uh fuck you art sort of pieces of like taking Jacob Reese Mogg on a like on a van screen of him being like the delays will not be in Dover. They will be in Calais. And then just putting that screen in the middle of traffic uh, and just playing it over and over again. And, just <laughs> and there's something about it where you're like, you know what? We get into that phase of the UK where I'm like, this is funny. This is funny. Mm. We, so we're, we've entered the part which no one talks about, which was that part during Trump when it was deep COVID lockdown. And he was like, maybe we inject bleach and let's all fucking be honest with ourselves. How do we get sunshine into our body? Maybe yeah, it's it, it, like, there was like, there's a small part of it. Cause it's so, it was so horrible, but the, there's a small part of being like, holy shit, this guy's in charge. You know what I mean? Like, that's how yeah. I feel like the UK is in that place where it's like, oh, like you guys are fuck. What's going to happen? Like, this oh, is gonna bet. you know, what's going to happen. David's going to escape a riot. Go ahead, David. Um, David, I was gonna... David Hoy, you're stuck in a riot. I'm Lloyd like, Roseman. So, the famous this night in all of hip hop being the night where it's East Coast v West Coast at the Source Awards. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, incredible. Where Suge Knight said, when you got your producer all in the videos. Yeah. And yeah. also, um, uh, Outcast got booed for winning Best Artist. And That's right. You ain't got no love for yourself. And then, uh, whilst they were booing, Andre Thousand said, I think the South's got something to say, and then walked off more determined than anything. Questlove was there with his girlfriend at the time mm. and was like, people are about to get shot, I think. So we should leave. And as he was leaving the venue in a hurry, somebody just handed him a CD. And he's like, oh, I just want to get out of this rioting. And this person's like, you should take this CD. And he was like, okay. And then several days later, I found that CD and listened to it. And that was D'Angelo's first album. And that's how he ended up producing Voodoo. Holy shit. <laughs> Whoa! So I was heard... thinking of you. That's crazy. Are you going to take uh, whatever CD someone hands you in a riot and go home and be like, "God, I want to see this black man shirtless." That's the only thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard. There's I've heard no... a separate part of that about how, um, which is because I want to know how these two stories fit together. Because the one that I heard Questlove talk about was um, he really wanted to work with D'Angelo once he sort of found out about him. And then, yeah, so they're doing a Roots concert, and uh, he knows that D'Angelo's in the crowd, and so instead of playing the normal drums that he does, he plays, like, really, like, idiosyncratic, strange drum fills that he knows mm -hmm. that uh, fucking D'Angelo's gonna love. So he there's this huge concert, but he's just playing to D'Angelo, and the rest of the band's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, don't worry about it. Just, you know. Yeah. Um, so, I'm in like, that's weird that... I can tell you more on that. So he played that whole gig and the rest of the band like what are you doing and he got to a solo and rather mm. than doing his normal solo he started playing the drum beat from four which is a prince side project called uh madhouse drum fill mm. that like only niche prince fans would know yeah and uh d'angelo on the balcony stood next to a then unknown erica badu huh. 
extra fun for that story uh it's like yes when nobody else in the venue <laughs> knew what the fuck he was doing and Questlove was basically like played a drum fill heard D'Angelo go yes and went I've got him and then carried on doing the gig oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah so somebody had said to um, Questlove you should play on this guy D'Angelo's album and he was like what is it and he was like R&B and he went nope not playing any on area R&B R&B sucks I'm a hip hop yeah. drummer and then at said near, near Riot running out given the CD went oh, what is this put it on listen to it went oh I missed out on playing on Perfection Mm. And he was like, I want to work with this guy. And then he'd been trying to like work out how to do it. And then he was at a gig and he saw a, he saw the silhouette of D'Angelo on the balcony and was like, it's time. Yeah. I'm going to say this so, right now. You could have, I could have been given so many chances to guess at which 90s mostly famous R&B artist and quest love facts that Chris and David would have. And I would never have gotten to D'Angelo. D'Angelo's great. I listen. I yeah, love D'Angelo. And I top I'm ten albums. Maybe. Also, like, who doesn't enjoy just Brown how shirt. often that Brown. guy was shirtless? It was the weird. Like the '90s were so just like, hey, fourteen-year-olds, you want to jack off? Welcome to culture. And except for D'Angelo, <laughs> who was just, just, just a black silhouette, just posing with that. Bought it. I'll be singing. And it, it was be smooth. Crazy. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, the, great. Did you see D'Angelo released a song last week? No, I, I honestly, song? if you told me D'Angelo was dead, I would have been like, that makes sense. He died of being sexy. It is um, instrumental. I was Shut so the mad. Fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I put it on so excited. There's no vocals Dude. on it at all. For those of you that don't know, D'Angelo released his first album in '94. Is that Brown Sugar? That's Brown what? Sugar in '94. He then spent. Crazy. So five great. years making uh, uh, Voodoo with Questlove, released in mm -hmm. 2000. Perfect album. He Perfect album. Um, Spanish joint? He didn't fuck up. Mm, chick oh, um, fucking. Are you about to play D'Angelo? Not very well, but yes. What's that one called? <laughs> That one is the fucking... Uh, yeah, another one. This is yeah. one thing that no one gives streaming's credit, is everyone's musical taste is so much better because the algorithm has got like what we like love at the core of songs. So the idea that David and I can literally... We could do a full four hours on uh, why Seventh Son is of the Seventh Son is a better album than Number of the Beast. Yeah, I yeah. fucking said it. I would uh, agree. Yeah, we're, um, we're both moon children. But the fact that you like D'Angelo <laughs> and that, wild. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and intently as well. And then D'Angelo didn't uh, release another album until 2015. Mm -hmm. um, and he nearly was going to release Black, it later. Black Voodoo? Black Messiah. Black Messiah, sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, which he was going to release later then. And then uh, the Black Lives Matter riots happened. And um, To Pimp a Butterfly came out. Mm. And he went, oh, shit, I need to release my album like today or else I'm going to get left behind. Yeah. So he released it. He was going to delay his album that had been delayed for 16 years. And then he went, oh, shit, I better, better release wow. it now. <laughs> There's, well, you know uh, that abs thing broken, right? What? So the reason that he wasn't around for a lot of that 16 years was because uh, he got like major anxiety about his body because every time he got on stage, women were all just screaming, take your shirt off. And mm. it was like it became like it was like a Chippendale show for them. And so 
he got super like obsessed with that and then that like led into a depression and then he got super overweight because he couldn't face like it sort of went all the way the other side and he's like a recluse anyway and so we just didn't hear from him for years and then he got his head right Mm -hmm. came back started making music and then released early yeah man it's d'angelo was on a whole it was his mental if you want to watch one of the best award show uh appearances ever you should find him playing sugar daddy at an award show because he plays a song that hasn't been released yet and he plays the song on the album is about seven minutes long he plays a 14 minute long version at an award show and he basically plays the whole song and then plays a jam at the end i miss in. fucking incredible award wow. shows used to be literally for four hours on four out four to five hours on sunday one week mm. celebrities were just handed a television channel like a full <laughs> channel, and anything could ha- the MTV Video Music Awards. If we look back, are insane. Some of the things that happened. Rage Against the Machine climbing the oh stack. I think, the best. I think that's the uh, only one. Limp Bizkit playing. Yeah. Uh, Limp Bizkit playing. Go fuck yourselves. Limp Bizkit was receiving an award, and right. it was that they were so frustrated and done. Like Rage Against the Machine was imploding at that point. To the point, and he was just like, fuck this, and just did it. And then Zach De La Rocha was so upset, apparently. Like, ha- we're artists. That's my impression of Zach De La Rocha, by the way. <laughs> that, like, I guarantee that guy sucks to work with. Like, I, there's no way you, you – this is, this is what no one thought in Rage Against the Machine. I can't wait for Zach to get here because he'll be so reasonable about his ideas. Yeah, he doesn't seem like he's got a sense of humor about oh, it. Oh, certainly not. There's no light ribbing Zach De La Rocha. Can I, I just say it? I really liked your impression of Zach De La Rocha? Do you want me oh. to hear my impression of Roger Moore doing an impression of you? Doing certainly was. Zach De La Rocha. Yeah. I want, of course. Um, um, a woman? Oh, it's flawless. No. Oh. Captured it. God damn that. God damn that. <laughs> um, oh, my God. But the insane things. Sebastian Bach is still banned from MTV, I think, because he wore as a T-shirt. And I want everyone to remember this. This is a T-shirt a human being wore around other human beings in a time that was in my life. Mm -hmm. He wore a shirt on national television that said, uh, AIDS kills mm, dead. That's just the T-shirt he wore on television. and it Got a bit of a Westboro Baptist vibe to it. Certainly does. And it took... MTV like 10 years for them to retroactively be like he's banned like the, it took them that long to be like wait what did we let happen yeah we, we better take don't agree with that. that yeah like oh we were on board at the time like Andrew Dice Clay I think got like like almost arrested by the FCC or something for something he said mm. like it was nuts there was a you know about of... Jarvis Cocker what did Jarvis Cocker do so I think it was the 1995 or 1996 Brits. Somebody, yes, Maples put it in there, but I was going to mention it as well. Jarvis Cocker, Michael Jackson was playing at the Brit Awards what? and he basically had, had a bunch of kids with him, but he was playing like Earth Song or something. He basically oh, yeah. made himself out to look like Jesus on stage. Yeah. and was singing. It was one of the most self-aggrandizing things ever. And Jarvis Cocker was like, I'm not fucking having Michael Jackson pretending he's literally God. So he went up on stage in amongst the kids, just like circling around them. Michael Jackson hadn't realized. And he was just doing this, literally with his hands. He didn't remove his clothes. He was just going. And um, Michael Jackson's estate uh, got him arrested as a pedophile. And um, Pot calling the kettle black, which is also. I know, very interesting. 
and um, they basically were like you've got to go to court and prove that you're not and uh his lawyer was the comedian who was previously a lawyer so representing Jarvis Cocker in court was Bob Mortimer that's no. so fucking funny that's so funny crazy that's fantastic that's like Greg Giraldo representing Jeffrey Ross <laughs> Yikes! That's what um, is that why Bob Mortimer's so good on Would I Lie to You or whatever the hell that show's called? No, he's so good on Would I Lie to You because he's a genius. But uh, I hey. love there's just certain guys in no, but I just, comedy that just everyone, have those every oh, English yeah. person just absolutely fucking loves Bob Mortimer. Mm-hmm. Is Bob Mortimer also the guy from the team with the other guy? The team. Yeah, is Bob in a thing? This Vic Bob? and Bob. Yeah. Vic, and Bob. Vic Mortimer. Oh, yeah. It was actually so... It's amazing. Like, he basically was a lawyer, uh, moved to London to be with his girlfriend. His girlfriend left him. He lived in London, depressed, didn't know anybody, was just being a lawyer. Somebody from his hometown came and knocked on his door and went, "My mum, your mum gave me your address. Do you want to come down the pub? And Bob Mortimer wouldn't have gone out, but he basically was like, I've got nothing else to do. So he went, do you want to come? We're going to go to the pub and see this guy called Vic Reeves. He does a show called Big Night Out. Went down there and watched it. Thought it was amazing. Went every single week after that and was got involved. And by about week 10, people from Channel 4 were there like, do you want to do a TV show? And he basically ended up doing like a big... Oh my God, show business I... used to be so fucking easy. Yeah. I... No, no, no. This is also the most particular thing. British show business used to literally just be... You did like seven gigs, and they were like, "Do you want like eight, eight TV series?" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're like, cool. Oh, yeah. It used to be so easy. I and- the amount of my friends that have now revealed to me the amount when I first moved to the UK, I could not figure out how some of my friends lived, and then finding out how much those DVD deals worth, yeah. I am so. There are a couple of people I want to go back in time and punch in the back of the head. Because I'm like, yeah, no wonder, no fucking wonder you could just hang out in London when you got 90,000 pounds in 2010 from Universal. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah, for doing something yeah. you'd already written and then you, because oh, there was no David. show. No, it? no, David. Nothing. They were literally given holding deals yeah. where you it was. You didn't have to make a special. If you get big enough to make a DVD, we get the first one. But here's yeah. this amount of money. Is that the thing that Jim Jeffries was in and this DVD company like imploded because he got offered, um, he was like the first person since Billy yeah. Connolly to be a non-American offered HBO special. Yeah. And his DVD company were like, no. And like somebody left the DVD company in protest. Uh, yeah, they tried and he just, ha- what he did was he just gave the money back and then they couldn't yeah. do anything. And he was yeah. basically in debt for like a long time. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah. And no, isn't it so funny that it wasn't the HBO thing that blew him up? It was getting punched at the comedy store in manchester <laughs> no but what was the 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 getting punched at the comedy store in manchester is what got him to just for laughs is what got him that hbo thing oh okay. because he was the guy that they basically were like um dvds are not still a thing mm-hmm. uh but it was basically they're like we don't launch hbo doesn't launch people anymore we need to launch someone and basically jim jeffries is was doing an hour in just for laughs that was just all the endings of all of his Edinburgh shows strung oh, wow. together that's why his HBO special, I swear to God, is an absolute fucking banger because it's like 10 years of Edinburgh shows. He just did the one good bit from all of them. And you're like, oh, that's shit. Like, which one is that? Is that Alcoholicost? No, it's the one before Alcoholicost called okay. I Swear to God. That one is yeah. 
That's my favorite fact really about cool. that is he was told not to say uh, can in the first 15 minutes. And he says, like, if you time that like clockwork, you can time my uh, HBO special to the minute. If you look at, at 15 minutes, I'd say pandas are a bunch of cunts, aren't they? Like you watch and you're like, fuck me. That's like, crazy. Yeah. I remember I always meant to ask JJ because JJ was living in the house that Jim lived in mm. when that happened. Yeah. Because it, was, was, it was our agent that decided to release the video too, wasn't it? He was our, yeah, he did it at a house party. Yeah. I know that it was that. It was that he got given the DVD and it was at a time when like YouTube, I remember seeing it. Like it was in 2006 or seven. Mm. It was one of the earliest things uploaded to YouTube. Like it was one of those things where you're like, "Oh yeah, you could upload to YouTube. That's insane." Yeah. The punch, I mean, yeah, yeah, the punch. Yeah, I remember seeing it. I'd never heard of him before, and it was years before I made the connection. Like, but uh, yeah, that's so. What happened? How did Brett do it? So Brett, um, Brett Benson's our agent. Um, he was. Just I met uploaded. Brett Benson, and I he was he appeared. I didn't know who he was, and I, I went, "What's on your badge?" And he went, "Oh, it's a badge that says um, always be, was it always be Paul Byrne or no, like, uh, Paul what Byrne would Paul Byrne do? What will Paul Byrne do?" And mm. I was like, "Oh, I made like a Batman bed song for him," and he uh, and he was like, "Really?" Yeah. <laughs> and then Morgan was like, "This is Brett," and I was like, "Oh fuck, I, <laughs> 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 I should probably have come in a bit less kind of like." Oh, I know the man. <laughs> it was yeah, that's so funny. It was so funny because those uh, uh, someone was with that pin, and I could see them trying to figure out what the pin said, and someone was wearing it, and it was a, one of those things where I'm like, oh no, it's gonna make this person. They're like, what would, what would, uh, and then I could see their like face get hand out. I was like, no. Yeah. Um, the idea of Jim Jeffries at an ACMS Diamond Geyser is crazy. Uh, coming from Diamond Geyser. Um, also, and by the way, I like Jim. Je this is coming in from Yes Meatballs. I like Jim Jeffries, but I always feel that eventually serious allegations will be made against him. Yes Meatballs. I feel that that is a international consensus where we're all kind of yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what. Haven't heard a fucking thing, but still, you know, you know what I mean. We're like, yeah, yeah. He was too drunk for too long. That's right. That's yeah. exactly where. That's exactly where I've landed on that one. Yeah. Right, David. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, rough. Yeah. The hope is it'll just be like, yeah, he was a fucking creep. I'll be like, okay. Sober now, fine. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I've heard enough stories of his him being an asshole. Mm -hmm. Never a creep. Oh, yeah. But I've heard yeah. enough stories of him just being a twat. I also yeah. think that all British comedians okay. at that, that time period were fucking assholes. Yeah. Because Sounds all like of the guys, so many people have asshole stories, and then all of the guys from that time. When you ask them about those incidences, they're like their defense is always horrible. Like you know when someone's telling their side, and you're like, you are helping your opponent. Like you yeah, need yeah, yeah. to, you need an advocate. You need to stop defending yourself. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this is, like whenever someone says, "So what happened?" and they start with, "Well, this asshole," we're like, "Okay, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm immediately not on your side." Yeah. I find it funny when you see somebody of that era who maybe wasn't as much of an asshole as the rest of them, and they're like always hanging out with the younger crowd, and people try to insinuate that they're creepy, and I'm like, no, nah, I think it's probably because they like their job, and everyone from their era is a fucking prick. 100%. 100%. Yeah, also, if they were alright, they probably weren't that popular, because if everyone's a dick, then they don't like the person that's not a dick. And so they're probably like, I'm not actually that close with the people that I did shows with. Yeah. 
with a bunch of guns. <laughs> like something I always think of about British comedy in the 2000s is imagine being sober around those people. Mm. Like none of them. These are people, my friends, and they all are like, well, I don't drink like I used to. And I still am like, you shouldn't drink like you do now. You know what I mean? Like, it's so insane. Yeah. There's a, um, I don't know if this is a fun story for you guys or not, but the, one of my friends who's a comedian who you may know. Is it me? Is it me? Story about me? Has a bit that's been just like definitively stolen by a much bigger comedian. And the oh. bit about whether, whether uh, like, it's a story about, him doing drugs what? for the first time. The names in the private chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. motherfucker. So right the now. person who wrote the original bit, and it's literally <laughs> just a story that he did with his friends. Is your um, friend James Gordon? Is your friend James Gordon? Is it Noel Fielding and James Gordon? Did you? Are you friends with Noel Fielding and James Gordon? Wait a minute. Is you Carlos Mencia? <laughs> Um, so this is the person that Carlos actually wrote Mencia. wrote is the it bit, Carlos and Mencia? that's the person that wrote the bit and um, had the actual experience. Hmm. And the joke is like, I didn't know how to do drugs so much that I had to Google how to do drugs when I did them. And then they're talking about the fact that the person who stole it from them just looks like they're on cocaine constantly, and they're in their bit trying to be like, I didn't even know how to do drugs. It's like you look like you do drugs every Ooh. day. Stole the bit, you fucking slow telling. I'm not. We're not. We're not telling this because as there has already been a lawsuit in the UK over bit material recently, which, by the way, is so embarrassing. Everyone involved should be embarrassed. Really, Um, I haven't haven't heard about this. Yeah, it's very embarrassing. Um, I I literally, my name, my brain went blank just a second. I was like, no, I've just forgotten the other person's name. So I, I also would, I am, there's a part of me and I don't know why it feels like David doesn't quite know the technology and it is possible that he's just going to put this in the regular chat. And if he I does, double checked that, I, I, was so that I was so hoping for that to happen. I wanted that to happen so badly. Am I the only one who wanted to, if there's something about it that that would have just been, because if it's what? not Chris, imagine that happening and it's not us. You know what I mean? That's why that would have been good. Isn't yeah, that good? One of us. That's is good. Do it. Yeah, one of us, one of us is going to do it. Yeah, I mean, I've accidentally said names on here before. Oh, yeah. I got to tell you, we were all you, trying to dodge around it. Did such a good job, and then it just comes out of my mouth. Oh yeah, I've also this. You could look back uh, and haven't done. Oh yeah, um, that's there it is. So this is who, this is who stole the bit. Okay, let's look. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> I know, right? It's kind of annoying, isn't it? I can see it. I can see. Yeah, it. Oh, I don't like that. I don't oh like God, that. That's at funny. All. That actually tracks because of my. Uh, I'm in a couple of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen WhatsApp groups, and I'm also mm-hmm. on one that's actually sort of downstream from a much bigger one, which is nice. But yeah, there's a, a lot of bad stuffs happening about that gentleman. Not allowed to close at certain clubs. Really? Yeah. We're gonna talk about that. Do you have to go after the stream? Because I want to hear that story. Oh, I of course. Okay, I got a couple of ins. Good man. (laughs) Imagine. Uh, I wish it was if it was Russell Brand. I would absolutely tell you. I invite legal attention, Russell Brand. I invite all legal action from you. I would like an opportunity to depose you. You piece of human garbage. Fuck you, Russell. Fucking Brand. Can I stand behind you? Go in. Yeah. Yeah. Still still my favorite Finn Taylor talking about how 
Oh my god. He's a sex he's a sex predator. And then Russell Brand's agent coming and being like, You can't say that. He's like, actually I, I can no, no. So send you words. No, no. First you of want. all, first of all, it is allegedly. so much more gangster allegedly. what the agent allegedly did, which is the allegedly the uh agent watched the show, sat in the dressing room, and quizzed Finn on yeah. British slander laws. Did you know about this? Yes, I did. Did you know? Oh, but guess who almost just said a name? This guy right there almost said that agent's <laughs> name. Don't want to say that person's name, not at all. That person really likes tell. me. And I private chat, out. private chat. It's I mean, it's very easy out. to figure it's out. So I'm easy to Google. Do. I'm not going to do it. So easy to Google. Um, uh, are you putting the name in the chat? Because I'll do yeah, it. Yeah, I can do it. Okay. Make sure you get it in the right chat. <laughs> it's all I can think of now. I got news for you. This one would not be a big deal um, at all. So so Google. Oh my god! Uh, the I I was explaining that to someone recently. Really? Oh, story about that goddamn ticket taker. Oh yeah, that person's a fucking that person's a gangster. They will, Ooh. they will yeah. go right at that. Oh shit! That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Uh, later, uh, later dropped Russell because I assume um, they it was getting it was, too real. There was some sort of yeah legal thing that they needed to do, and then a lawyer was like, "Well, actually, it turns out you're on this side." And she was like, "What mm-hmm. is what I assume happened? I have no idea." Yeah. Allegedly, well, supposedly. But uh, Diamond, he didn't take the he didn't take it out. He kept doing it. Right, John? Yeah, he kept, kept doing it. Yeah, Finn kept doing the joke. It's he didn't he didn't stop doing it. He kept, oh yeah, he kept doing it because they were Probably like did he legally do they it? didn't have a leg to stand on. Then Ed Knight did it the next year. I remember it was two years in a row. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen like, Brendan Burns do it many times. Oh yeah, so of course, Bre- yeah, Brendan Burns, of course, loved doing that. Yeah, twenty also, like fifteen, being like, oh no, twenty sixteen, seventeen, being like, I can't wait to see that man's career end, and we're still and waiting. Brendan, and then <laughs> Brendan ended waiting. his own career. Wait a minute, how long ago has it been since Brendan stopped being? Oh my God, it's been so long. That's so crazy. I think there it's are been people... like a, a year since he was on here, a year and a, a year and a no, bit, no, no, and that was when, when he was Brendan... giving us crypto advice. Oh, he's, and he'd, he's... he'd already quit stand up at that point. Well, he'd quit stand. He quit stand up, and I'm going to say 2018. He was talking about quitting stand up in 2018, the year of our Lord, 2000. And we, I don't know what he's doing. He might be back. Who knows? Who knows what that that scamp? Um, you guys, he's a real rascal. Oh my god, are we done? One, oh yeah, we're god. two hours. David, so, plug um, your album. I didn't even plug my tour. I did plug the fact that it's long. We didn't. We didn't talk about fucking cruise ships, man. So we're gonna do that on a Patreon episode. So join the Patreon, uh, Patreon.com/slash/untitledTwitchStream if you want John's cruise ship stories. And if you uh, don't, um, it's not you. recorded yet, but we're gonna do it. If you follow that link, it has, uh, <laughs> I put in the chat campsite.bio. If you click on it, it's got links to Bandcamp where you can buy it, which really, really, really supports me because that's like direct. Um, or you can listen to it on Spotify, Tidal, Deezer, uh, Amazon Music, Apple Music. Uh, you can buy it on iTunes. Um, check it out. It's called Irredeemable Filth. Irredeemable Filth. It's a 31-song musical comedy album, although fucking Spotify has it listed as an audiobook. I can't work out why. Hmm. Um, Sounds right. Uh, that'll be um, because of royalty stuff that my record label's suing them over. That's exactly what it's over. That's exactly what it's over. songs. Doesn't yeah, matter. But, uh, it, they're, they're doing all, every, like all comedy poet everything. They're they're trying to only pay us half the royalties they owe us. And my record label suing them right now. So hopefully, that'll all be fixed within a year. But yeah, 
Chris, we have two things we can talk about off private chat because I have some. I thought I told, I gave you. I got a sneaky update on that. I can give you a little update. Oh, I'm being fucked. Post show, okay. we're we're all being um, fucked, David. You're we're all being, being fucked. fucked. But if that lawsuit and goes through, we won't. We will no longer have been being fucked. Also, are you submitting to Sirius XM and Pandora and stuff like that, David? I think it's already on. I uh, used DistroKid. I will double check. Um, definitely check. That's where the money is. We'll talk about this off age. Anyway, uh, we're gonna made somebody. Guys, what a great show. Um, Thank you so much for joining yeah. us. David Hoare's album. Please go purchase it. Please, Please go do it. support him. He the last us. eight songs on it are a suite of motivational comedy songs. So the first 20-odd tracks are just comedy songs. And the last eight is like, if you whack that on, you'll be motivated. But I also talk about my genitals a lot. So I hope you enjoy it. Some The best guitar solo I ever did is in that. So amazing uh, we're gonna raid uh, David, we're gonna raid wrote... jay muse from jay and silent bob oh my god and the uh oh, the uh of course raid messages by david whore's album hey did you buy david whore's album david whore is a whore for album sales stuff like that riff on <laughs> but like you know all I mean? of that together in a like but like fun things like who's a whore but spell like david whore like who's david whore yeah. you know what i mean yeah. i'm who's a whore david you know what i mean <laughs> stuff like that it's fun all right, I'm starting the raid. Here comes an old lady talking about sex. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. That's all. Penis into her vagina. That's all. That's all. And that's called sexual intercourse. Some people call it having sex. So the man passes.